0: So we left a lot of things in 2021. Hopefully um, we left. Hopefully we left uh, Donald Trump in 2021.
1: Uh, well, wish. I mean, maybe God. towards towards the, the beginning there. But OK.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, it was a little rough at first, but, you know, he's like
1: not selling out in Florida. So yeah. and he's not tweeting about uh, people with Diet Coke addictions anymore. So also true. Yeah. Um, which
0: Pete had a diet coke addiction, I think. Yes, he did. Uh, so there you go. Big,
2: big Donald Trump fan.
0: Pete <laughs> oh yeah. no! <laughs> can't defend himself. <laughs> By diet, diet coke association now. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, we left bad comic book movies in 2021. Although Morbius is coming out shortly. It's just about to say that. Um, <laughs> that was a little presumptuous. Yeah, you're right. It was. <laughs> uh, it's like I'm an Oracle or something. Like, I can see the future. I see Morbius getting like a six or a five. That's what I see. Um, we actually left our peas in 2021. We left Pete something. and Phil from Philly in 2021. But we actually added something uh, in 2022, you know. New year, new us, new comics, pals. Something is different about us. And I'm um, wondering what it is. It's a bit is
2: uncanny. It, is it that you didn't introduce the show correctly? Uh, well, yeah, we're we leaving the, the, the intro to the show in 2020. <laughs> is that what we're doing? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I just no. I just want to make sure. Started with
1: so. I'm like, oh, so I guess we're starting. Okay. Yeah. That's right. That's that's f- ready. the
2: very first time that has ever happened.
0: That's right.
2: What that's we- like, that's a Kale ward ass introduction to what that was.
0: <laughs> what we have added in 2022, uh, the first new... Th- well, the, I guess it'd be the second new thing, depending on how you're engaging with the show, because if you're watching, then you already know. And he's talked. Tyler Olson has joined the Comic Spouse. Hello. We left our peas and gained some T's. Yes. Let's go. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Uh, you guys will know Tyler from formerly of the long box uh Tyler has joined this show as a guest several times yeah,
1: the host forced myself to do a howard the duck episode yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> the host of journey into quixotry uh the a, re- a very regular co-host on the wednesday reviews uh Tyler is an official member welcome and thank you for joining
1: us hola i was going to speak more spanish uh, but uh, i don't know any more than that that's yeah, right so so you you dropped the two white guys and got the whitest uh, Latino. You
2: can <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait. Yeah, that makes me a minority on this podcast. That's, That's right. right. Oh, yes, mm-hmm. you're
1: outnumbered now. How does it feel? Don't say the C word, guys. Come on. What's uh, that? A, a cracker. Oh, we can't say oh, on Twitch. Whoa. Hey, oh come God. on.
0: <laughs> Jesus. Wow, Tyler. We're leaving racism in 2021. God. <laughs>
1: good. You know what? I, I like that. I like yeah. that. Fuck.
0: that. So one of my uh, late Christmas gifts to myself is you joining the show so thank you for that i'm um, a gift yes absolutely you are a precious gift and i will feel very differently at the end of the year so yep. enjoy exactly. it
1: yeah when i when i just make you uh laugh and then you just <laughs> dis- derail the show which you've experienced multiple times already. that
0: has happened that's why you're here to to make yep. me laugh uh Thank you for the jester of the show. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Must make the king laugh or else I get killed. (laughs) There you go. There you go. Thank you for joining (laughs) us on episode 271 of the comics pals. We are so happy to have you. We are starting off the new year fresh, as you can tell, Uh, lots of new things on the horizon. So many that I Can't even talk about it right now, Um, but a lot of cool things that you can expect, not just Tyler joining the show. We're going to be doing a lot of things differently, Uh, so hopefully you enjoy the ride. Stay tuned for a lot of updates uh, over the coming weeks about what we're going to be doing. Um, I'm really excited for this year. Uh, It's going to be phenomenal, I think. Um, And of course, Marco and Kayla are still here. How are you guys doing in 2022? Mm. I got a firmware update. Uh feeling good. You know, hardware
1: <laughs> hardware's coming in uh soon, oh, it's on but beta. Uh no, it's in yeah, the it's still in the alpha actually. Oh boy, guys, that's not good.
0: <laughs> Marco is beta, are you kidding?
2: <laughs> I uh I went to bed at about nine thirty okay. and um woke up with a, a hangover. Didn't <laughs> drink. Mm, didn't drink. What? Um that my water back hurts.
3: hurts.
2: All right. <laughs> um, it's <a> UK cold. <laughs> and uh, my dog panicked all night. So uh, feeling oh. spry as ever. It's the fireworks, wasn't it? Oh, man, it was bad. It was like yeah. it was <laughs> like Fallujah. <laughs> oh <my> God, <laughs> fucking, fucking fireworks. Just two houses down. What were I literally, they, what were
1: they celebrating in Fallujah that they had fireworks?
2: Couldn't tell you I wasn't there
1: okay (laughs) all right uh moving
0: on from that um i had an interesting night that i can't talk about all All i can say is that i'm happy to be here and i am about a lot of other things you're absolutely right i'm glad
1: you're like awake and alive you had your uh, you're like your little one up and uh you're good to go now so Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) yeah if you people on youtube might catch his (laughs) eyes kind of drifting to his uh his christmas tree (laughs) That is, uh, that is uh, you know, part of it, but we're just going to truck on, just soldier on.
0: We sure are, uh, because we have a lot of comic book stuff to talk about. If you can imagine that, this is a show about comics. We're going to be talking about the new Batman trailer that came out. I very much hope it's the last, by the way. No more. I don't want to see any more. Spider-Man No Way Home is still breaking all kinds of records. And we're going to talk about one that uh, is near and dear to me. Um, we're also going to talk about what's next for Spider Man. This is, we are in a post no spoilers for Spider Man world. That's it. This is it. New Year. If you, if you haven't seen it yet by now, this podcast might not be safe for you because at any time we could pop in with a spoiler. So, you know. Gotta let us slip. Let us slip. Let it... Guys, Alfred Molina is in this movie. Did you know that? <laughs> what? Marissa is in the movie. And she they're is. together. And they fuck.
1: <laughs> it's w- f- wild. Guys, I don't think I watch the same thing as you.
2: Yeah, have okay. you guys seen the? Have you guys seen the meme of uh, there? There were movies with um, Alfred Molina and Marissa Tomei, where they were a couple. But there's also one with Alfred Molina and Sally Field, who, if you remember, was Aunt May in the Amazing Spider-Man films. Yeah. So really, Doc Ock was just there to uh, round up his bitches, I guess. I don't know. <laughs>
0: As Doc Ock is wanting to do. Right. He's known for that. Um, he's got all those arms. He's got to wrap them up. And in uh, our main topic, we're going to be doing our comics awards for 2021. Better late than never. We're going to close out the year uh, in an official capacity by talking about the comic books that we loved last year, the creators and the stories and all that good stuff. We're going to close out uh, with that. Um before we get into all of that, though, I want to let you guys know how you can support the show. Make sure that you are leaving us a follow, a rating and a review wherever it is that you listen to this very podcast uh, on Spotify. You can leave us a rating now. So if you listen over there, leave us the rating you think is appropriate, which, of course, would be five stars, uh, five try stars for Thailand. Yeah, try to do six if you can. Yeah. Cheat. Like if yeah. you can somehow, like if you've got a buddy just say, hey, let me get your phone
1: and yeah, like- Absolutely. I did that with my old podcast all the time. <laughs> oh yeah, I did. It.
2: The most of the reviews and ratings we have are me doing that. Uh, you had multiple on people's accounts, iTunes yeah. accounts. Yeah. That's not I true. an Apple store
1: at the time. So I'll be doing it on all the, the test yeah. demo devices. Yeah, absolutely. For real. I did, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Johnny Appleseed liked your podcast. (laughs) I've done that
0: walking into an Apple store. (laughs) You can. You can, yeah. YouTube.com slash pals. Make sure you guys are subscribing for free over there. Still trying to get to 500 subscribers to help us reach that goal. Um, Help Sean reach clarity. (laughs) Subscribers. That is not going to happen. Um, We will get to 500 subscribers before I have clarity. (laughs) We're going to be announcing our book clubs soon, so stay tuned for that if you're excited about book clubs. Uh, And our weekly reviews for comics are ongoing uh, this Wednesday. Well, I guess Thursday for you guys, Uh, we will be talking about Inferno. So come prepared for that. What else? I don't know. It almost doesn't matter because inferno's
1: coming out it's the end you guys make sure you watch that on youtube i will be celebrating the end of inferno by lighting my house on fire so i'm gonna be on <laughs> my own inferno is gonna go on the camera wow. will be great great In the, the true truth.
2: spirit of jonathan hickman's mm-hmm. x-men opus mm-hmm. burn everything
3: down yeah everything
0: yep well before we uh before we dive into the rest of the show tyler given that you are the newest member of the show and sure, you sure. of course are going to be here for a while. I want to get your answers to the predictions that we did last week. I got them. Um, perfect. We we got Pete's predictions uh, for some reason, whether we'll use them or not, whether he'll be here or not, who knows it'd be great. If he was, uh, we got Phil's as well. Time to get yours. So I'm going to pull up the questions. You already have your answers. I so do. we're going to run through that real fast um and see how wrong you are (laughs) probably (laughs) very probably very (laughs) all right uh here we go so the first question is which superhero movie will you enjoy the most in 2022
1: so i put out put down thor love and thunder okay okay Um, thor ragnarok is one of my favorite marvel movies so Although mm-hmm. this is kind of a kind of a safe bet. It was between this and uh the new Spider-Verse. Mm. Um but I want to do something a little different here. And yeah, plus it, was- it it has Christian Bale as Gore, so like that's crazy. How do you how do you fuck that up? You can't. I'm jinxing it. But you can't. <laughs> um do you want to add a second pick just in case your movie uh, doesn't I'll, come I'll out. say uh Morbius. No, I'll say um I'll say Spider-Verse 2. Okay. Spider-Verse 2, yeah. Fair enough.
0: Uh, which superhero TV show will you enjoy the most in 2022? It's Moon Knight. It's got to be. Okay.
1: It's got to be that. That's, that's the <laughs> boy. It's my jam. You know, so I, 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 I hope it's Moon Knight is probably what I'm trying to say here. It's a safe bet. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I, I did think she hulked for a bit, but then the whole 30 minute kind of procedural thing i was like uh, a little in the air.
0: But. we went through that same process yep. here on the show <laughs> yep. so in, in my
1: head i'm like where is daredevil most likely to appear and i'm like it was probably she hulk but yeah so yeah uh
0: will marvel announce any information about an x-men the x-men or fantastic four films
1: i don't think so okay
0: no will dc announce a justice league film in 2022 i wrote hell no to that one uh will dc announce a reboot of their main comics universe
1: um if we're talking like main reboots of the entire universe i wrote "No, no i think they're they're kind of it seems to be they they like where they're going right now with more kind of creator owned non-event stuff Mm -hmm. kind of doing its thing and plus um it doesn't seem like they really care about the comics right now so <laughs> why why even do that but
0: will joker 2 be announced
2: uh, I forgot about
0: this
1: question no no, no i don't think so oh. i don't think so i maintain i actually really like joker me yeah. too um, but i don't think they will announce huh. it this
2: year what's it like to be bad people <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> pretty awesome it
1: feels great yeah, yeah it feels great i Sometimes- like
0: being bad it feels good <laughs> crime is funny
1: you just sometimes uh, you just have a bad day
0: you know one bad day yeah just one bad day you become the Joker just makes you want to go ape shit Uh, will Jonathan Hickman revisit the X-Men outside of the digital first series with Declan Shelby in
1: 2022 Mm. yes I feel like he will but not in any kind of large capacity I think I think this this question gives a lot of leeway like, I think there could be some kind of uh, what's the word oh, look for the annuals, like an annual or an anthology or a crossover okay. with Spider-Man or something. Okay, So, or,
0: so that's the only caveat. If it's not, it has to be something directly, specifically, exclusively about the X-Men can't
1: be like, Oh, Hickman's writing Spider-Man. Here are the X-Men m- popping up. What if it was like marketed as an X-Men Spider-Man crossover or something?
0: Mm-mm. it has to be specifically like the X-Men are the, the, the only important thing about this story, unless it's like Hickman writing. I'm, so, I'm still going to say yes. I'm okay. still going to say yes. All, All right. right, cool. That'll work. Uh, will Jonathan Hickman write a Spider-Man story or series with Chris Piccolo in 2022?
1: I mean, for Rich Johnson's sake, I hope yes, but <laughs> um, yeah, I think, I think I'll, I'll say yes. I, I've seen like uh, uh, a working on stuff. So I hope so. That idea sounds fun. Yeah. Um, they seem to be really wrapping up this uh, Beyond thing that they uh, marketed as the new status quo for Spider-Man pretty quickly. Yeah. What so, the hell? What happens? <laughs> looks like uh, Ben Reilly is going to be the Spider-Man of Hollywood coming up. So hmm. I don't know where he's going to swing from, but that one bit.
0: <laughs> what, what creator will break out in 2022? So I wrote Jed McKay. Huh.
1: Hmm that's good that's um, good jed mckay that's doing good doing some good work on moon Knight, uh, black cat i believe jed mckay did uh, death of doctor strange i believe is jed mckay as mm-hmm. well yeah mm-hmm. that's been fun that's been a good book um, i think that's an uh, event though right yeah uh, yeah i thought it was just more of a so that's him broken out it's a doctor strange event i don't think that counts <laughs> yeah <it's> still
2: <laughs> so, an event my man
1: no because so, i i had specific conditions and i lost one of those specific conditions
0: yeah, but that you chose you chose someone who was already broken out. Fair enough. For, and, and you pigeonhole yourself. So that's on you. <laughs> right. For, for Jed McKay to break out by the standards of what we're what we do here. It's not that high of a bar. Like he does like that's he probably has the lowest bar of any of our choices that we made last week. So safe yeah. pick. Mm. Um, Cool. All right. Well, we'll check back at the end of the year to see how wrong Tyler is, or maybe he will here, so, you know. dethrone me. Who knows? Uh, well, we'll have you won me
1: every team. every you. year so far. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got it. Throw you now. I got it. <laughs> I won't, I yeah, won't stand I, for that. I, I also won this year. So.
0: Pete won also last year, but no one has beaten me outright. I've tied is the one that's two points is the breakout.
1: Yeah. Yeah. OK. All right. Yep. Um, It's nice to see you come up with uh, questions and then the scoring is a little funny and then adjust for the next time. (laughs) Well, I had the thought while I
0: was listening to the 2020 episode of like, damn, this should be worth two points. But we never established that. So this year, though, we will we will we will do that. Let's get into some listener comments. We've got a few uh, ringing in the new year with some comments from the pals at home. Gosh, normally Pete would do this. Uh, Anybody feel like they want to read the comments?
1: Uh, So we got an email from Christian. Oh, there you Uh, go. All right. I'm just initiative, guys. Yeah. Uh, Hey, guys, I read Black Mirror and Gates of Gotham before reading the first three volumes of New 52 Batman. I liked Black Mirror, uh, uh, Gates of Gotham and Court of Owls arc, but the Joker trade wasn't really wowing me like I wish. Does the Snyder run get better or worse past the third trade? I uh, think Christian also says, uh, and never read a Spider Man book, but super familiar with most, most of his general history. Would the Bendis Ultimate Omnibus coming out next week be a good starting point? I know people are very hit or miss on his writing. Thanks. It's a, it's a double whammy here.
0: Yeah. Um, I responded to this in the email, um, but I will say my thoughts here as well. Um, I think that Scott Snyder does a really admirable job following up on morrison's run i think morrison's run was extremely difficult to uh jump on after one of those runs where it's like whoever comes on is just not going to do what they did right um but i think snyder did the best job that he could uh i personally love the super heavy arc and i love what comes after that i know that not everybody's a fan of that stuff to me that makes or breaks the run if you don't like the twist for super heavy you will probably come away from Snyder's run saying it was eh um but if you like it you'll it'll probably be up there for you for me it's one of the best runs that I've ever read so
1: I I liked directly after the uh Joker stuff because it got into um the zero year and I had a lot of fun with that the the Riddler oh um, my god really great like arc um yeah and all that stuff was pretty fun uh kind of gives you a a take from Snyder on his earlier on Batman's earlier work um, that I think it it works really, really well. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. I think the, I think the worst part of uh, Snyder's run is that death of the family Mm. sort of thing. Um, And not to say it's bad. I still think it's good, but I think it's, it's more middling compared to the rest of the arcs of the, of his run. Yeah. um, With Capullo um i'd say keep keep chugging along it gets real good I, I also enjoy the super heavy stuff and then the the status quo change i really enjoyed yeah um but then uh, the the mr bloom stuff is fantastic um there, there's some real real fun stuff in that I, I would i would keep going with it i'm actually collecting the omnibus i Omnibu for it um yeah it's, i had it's to good. do that yeah Ooh, they're, they're nice it's good design on them Um, And then for the second
0: part of your email, uh, the Bendis Spider-Man, Ultimate Spider-Man stuff, that's classic. I I would say that's a modern classic, and there's a reason for that. Um, I know I was initiated into comics around the time where that was like, it was like in the first hundred issues, I think. And I picked it up sight unseen, and I, I, I was floored by how good it was. Um, as someone who had never really read a comic before, and I went back and bought all the trades and followed it until its end, I don't think there's literally a better place to start with Spider-Man than this, actually.
2: I think especially if you if you know who Spider-Man is, right. I think Bendis' ultimate Spider-Man is such a good um, take on the character, even though things are slightly different. Uh, that it's you it's still it feels like part of the history yeah like you you get everything you need with it and and frankly you feel it more because it's all condensed and and modern
1: yeah i I will say and this is nothing against christian but the, the idea of bendis being hit or miss with his writing is wild to me because like back when you've been the past five years sure no i agree for like the past five years i agree but like bendis around the time of ultimate spider-man when he's doing avengers and when he's doing daredevil like at the time everyone was like yo this is the guy Mm
2: -hmm. Um, well he's i mean he's like the number three reason marvel didn't go under you know because of ultimate spider-man and everything else he was doing yep
0: yeah, and I I think we need to start putting respect on Bendis's name in 2022. Like for like whatever it is you think about well. what what he's done at DC and the later Marvel stuff. Brian Michael Bendis, like a lot of people got in, into comics or got back into comics because
1: of him. And I I, I think like we got to stop the disrespect. I think we're al- we're also seeing the uh not to make this a Bendis retrospective, he's he, he's still alive. But um like we're, <laughs> we're we see new writers kind of aping him in a way for better or for worse. Yeah. And sometimes a lot for worse. Um, But
2: it's a lot of times it feels like he's aping himself. Currently. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, There's uh, the most recent issue of a crossover actually has Bendis in the comic um, talking to his powers characters, which is a a good, a good bit. (laughs) That's Um, wild. Yeah.
0: The powers, Kate's
1: aping Bendis as Bendis. It's, it's fun. Yeah.
0: The, the powers thing.
1: So good. Yeah. Tyler, yeah. why don't you read the next one? Okay. Um, so, uh, some handsome devil, uh, <laughs> commenting on the episode two seventy. Uh, his name is Tyler Olson. Um, he said, I got to run a malware scan on my computer after that, after that, uh, announcement by Sean, which I believe he was referring to Sean having COVID.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, Tyler, um, that's fucked up, man. I had COVID.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. That that, that guy's real fucked up, whatever. I don't know why he would say that. That's just rude. Yeah, and it's funny because that guy, I think I, he told me that he got exposed at like the same day that he wrote that comment. <laughs> so it's a quick karma. Does he have COVID? Um, I don't think so. I think I oh. think he's clear or he just has um, just an apex body and it just is I'm not unaffected by it. You know, okay, what I <laughs> think I, <laughs> I think I had a scare right after we
2: did that episode too. Yeah,
1: because Sean wasn't wearing uh, a mask. He... <laughs> God, Talking right Sean. into that mic. My bad. That that uh, get a, get a pop cover. You Jesus. Think we would have we would have gotten used to this by now. That you know? digital like, disease. Uh, you know what? It is, what it is Com, guys. You can use code uh, <laughs> Comics Pals for seven free. <laughs>
0: That would be beautiful dude oh, we should get that going
1: thing. it's a great app yeah um
0: all right keep it going
1: all right so langston brown uh great name by the way that's um the comics pals bought uh oh he ad- he yeah, tagged yeah. the comics pals uh oh. bought the first three volumes <laughs> of black <laughs> science uh read the first and was shocked at how amazing it was haven't had a page turner like this since invincible Thanks. Had to stop after volume one, though, until I get four to ten so I can bang it all out in one go. Wow. Okay. this is a meta joint. Yeah. 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 So uh, the context
0: here is that Langston wrote in at an earlier point and asked for recommendations for science fiction stories and comics. And I replied with several answers. One of them was black science, Mm -hmm. which I think is one of the most underrated books to come out of the 2010s. And I recommended it to them. And this is this is what they had to say. I want to show you guys really quick. If you'll uh, indulge me, my Christmas gifts. I never shared them uh, and they are comics related and related to this topic. Oh, so I'll be back is, in one is second. It, oh,
1: it's those bl- it's those black science hardcovers, oh, aren't they? Oh, man. Oh, uh, I think I might have one, too. We no. always have to. We
2: always
0: have to indulge. Sean he never lets uh, us indulge.
2: <laughs> Damn, this is my-
0: so for you YouTube people. I'm holding up uh, one, the first of uh, I don't even know how many black science uh, omnibus hardcovers. It's good. Mateo oh, Scalera. Man. Yeah. Oh, it's turn, that,
2: turn that bad boy. Let's see that spine.
0: Oh, Ooh, he thick. Yeah. Yep. That's not
1: all. Uh, I got also low. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Yep. I feel like it'll be used as a murder weapon one day. They, they seem It might. Light. Yeah. I actually well, not, made that joke
0: to my girlfriend. Not the way things are going oh, boy. At the Bartlett
1: household. <laughs> <laughs> you guys having a grand old time over there. Yeah. <laughs> uh
0: so yeah, thanks
1: for writing in, Langston. And uh Langston, I, I will say, um, if you liked if you're liking black science, check out Remender's uh run on Fear Agent with uh Terry Moore. Or not uh, Terry uh not Terry.
0: Terry, uh shit. Um i can't remember okay, i don't know I'm, right.
1: I'm right i'm right Terry Moore. i haven't and, read fear agent yet it's it's again it's pulpier sci-fi hmm. um but it's it's kind of like what got him in, uh, that was like his big first major big book for dark horse i believe uh, yeah yeah it's it's good stuff all right and uh this last comment uh, so Christine Lou said, thanks, uh, this episode and the other notes in the comments helped me grapple with understanding the last issue. This is and about this Made is in Korea. To- yeah, in regards to Made in Korea. Yeah. yeah.
0: Nice. Um, I'm really glad that, that the episode that we did uh, worked for you, Christine. Obviously there was I guess controversy, um, a little bit of pushback on our a review. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair to say. Um, but I'm glad that that conversation and the conversation that Pete and I had on the review did something for you. Uh, Made in Korea is a really special book that we enjoyed here on this show a lot. Um, And never was there any intent to disrespect. I mean, we had um, Jeremy Holt on and great conversation with them. So, um, yeah, glad you got something out of that. Uh, Let's uh, let's jump into the Pals pools start with you Tyler since you are the new kid on the block sure you chose sure. So
1: my yeah. I, I I, sorry I'm not used to this I'm not used to this
0: <laughs> <laughs> you chose Electra black white and blood number one
1: mm-hmm. um it's pretty much those it's like Batman black and white or I think like Wonder Woman black and gold it's just yeah. uh, an anthology story um with electra and i guess a red is the only other color that's in it um and it's got a, it's got some good creative teams on it um i believe charles soul is tackling the character again um yeah there's uh i'm excited i like i like stuff where like where i don't need to worry about the actual ongoing story i can kind of just jump in enjoy it. Is this
2: uh is this sort of classic electra or is this
1: Elektra? i believe it's whatever electra they want they want at the time it could be which it could be like the current Daredevil one. I, it it seems to be more of the classical electro with the the bandana and all that. Uh who else do we have on this team? Uh Leonardo Romero um is drawing some stuff oh, so I haven't man. seen him in a while. Um uh, Declan so, Shalvey is writing this, so so it's more of a um character It's ni- it's ninja perspective Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Situation like the Okay, I see.
0: I'm I'm really excited for this too. Low-key Electra is one of the best comics characters ever in terms of like great stories and stuff like that. Um, I I think she's underrated. There was that one, uh Tyler, you can help me out. Um, there was one mini that someone did.
1: Mike Del Mundo. Was, was it Mike? It was, it was Mike Del Mundo on art. And, and- um uh Who's the guy that's always with J.H. Williams? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, why do I want to? Not, not Mark, Hayden Marks, Marks
0: Blackman. Oh, uh, um, no, I think you're right. I
1: it was. So.
0: Yeah, I think it was Hayden Blackman. Boy, was that a stunner. I did not expect that to be as good as it was. I was floored. Yeah,
1: Electra Bloodlines. It was part of that uh that like all new run. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That and was w. Good Hayden stuff. Blackman and Mike Del Mundo. Yep. Yeah. That was good. That was good stuff. And it was like, what? Like it's like one trade of it. Yeah. It super accessible. I don't know in terms of print. I don't know if you, if you can get that physically anymore, but um, definitely pick it up. It's fun. Yeah. That was,
0: that was really a uh, special, a special run. Uh, you also chose Arkham city, the order of the world. Number four, has this been good? I haven't read it. It's really good actually.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This feels like a black label book, except it's in main continuity. Um all I got to tell you is that the art is by Danny. Like Mm. it's, and it deals with a whole bunch of like D list Arkham characters that escape prison. (laughs) And one of the, um, the doctors or that's trying to help them, but she's like, not all there herself. Mm. Uh, And like one of the main characters is like the 10 eyed man. Like it's just weird shit like that, that I enjoy. Um, But it is a good looking book. Uh, And it's written by Dan waters um, who is uh, a very, very good writer too. So
0: cool. Uh Kale, you're gonna have to explain this one, my man. Uh Elvira <laughs> yes. meets Vincent Price, number four. So uh
2: I've given Dynamite a lot of shit over the years, and that's not gonna stop, but <laughs> uh I couldn't pull myself away from Elvira Meets Vincent Price when I was looking at the um uh the solicits for the week. And I don't know anything about this book.
1: So oh. I'm just gonna
2: <laughs> I'm just going to read the, uh, the synopsis here, and I got to say, they got me. Uh, Amunet reads the spell of the final day, and Amun-Ra returns, bringing death and destruction with him and everyone's invited to watch on their favorite streaming service. Can they be stopped? Can the Mistress of the Dark save the world from a pair of ancient gods armed only with a DVD of an unreleased horror movie from the 70s? Sure, it sounds crazy when you put it like that, but you won't know how crazy till you read The Inglorious Bastet. What?
1: Yeah, I don't know. That sounded like word salad to me. Yeah, me too. I enjoyed that. I got to check it out. <laughs> I was, I was hearing that in like the narrator from the Powerpuff Girls' voice.
2: Yeah. You know? Hang on. Let me, let me see if I can do that. i going to find it. Can the Mistress of the Dark save the go. world yep. from a pair of <laughs> ancient gods armed only with a DVD of an unreleased horror movie from the 70s?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was feeling. You like? Are uh, you like an Elvira Vincent Price fan? I'm a huge
2: Vincent Price fan. Okay. Uh, One of my favorite I, episodes of The
1: Muppet Show, by the way.
2: Yeah. Tremendous. Yeah. Uh, I do like Elvira a lot for obvious reasons, <laughs> despite it being dynamite right up my alley. I feel like that's the right amount of
1: camp. Um, uh-huh. and they, those two, I don't uh-huh. want to say properties. They're people. Those two people kind of match. Right. Up yeah. yeah. I'm going to need a review from you <laughs> next week okay. on that. You got to yeah. wake up in the middle of the night and come on to the, to the uh, Thursday Just show start recording. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: <laughs> written by uh, David Avalon who has done um, other people properties like uh, Betty Page mm. um, and the artist Juan Simu? All right. So Credit where credit's due.
0: Yes, sure. absolutely. Uh, you also chose Inferno number four. So did I. Oh, tremendous.
2: I am so happy this is ending. Very <laughs> upset that it's ending. But now I can get it in trade. I can do the whole thing. Um, and I can sit very happily with my Jonathan Hickman uh, events
0: collection and my life can move on okay first of all for shame that you're not reading this month to month um, well I was trying to avoid that because I didn't want to be <laughs> called out on yes. the show but <laughs> you know, we fucking are, I guess.
2: Uh, and, and like, like I'm not busy like I have things to do like support this household that's barely holding itself together hmm
1: I don't think can you even get it with Brexit? Like, is that like a and thing? And that's the other thing. Exactly fucking yeah, Brexit I got you.
2: and COVID and fucking Russia blocking the the shipments and
0: Putin being in with diamond. What am I supposed to do? Hell, you don't buy physical comics. <laughs> they have to pay for <laughs> yeah, so I've on, never Sean. bought physical comics. Wait. <laughs> so what the hell does any of that matter? <laughs> Putin's got the plug to the internet. Okay. Uh listen, Inferno has been the good shit. This is the end of Hickman's era for now. If it's not, everybody who said it's not gets a point at the end of the year. Uh, So I guess for your sake, you better hope it's not. Um, I'm really bummed that this is ending. I have loved every single page of Inferno. It's been brilliant. Mm. and uh, I, I, I can't wait to see how it resolves, um, although I wish it wasn't ending. Tyler, I know that you were excited for this, too, man. What do you want to say about it?
1: I just want to see how it wraps up. Mm. Like, I know we've had theories on it and stuff on, on the review show, um, which I, I doubt any of that actually fully gets wrapped up, maybe little little bits here, but I think it's, it's more about letting the putting his toys out for other people to play with at this point, but um, I'm curious, I'm curious to, to see where it goes
0: yeah i think i think there's a lot of reality to what you just said um but even so i'm i'm pumped it's gonna be cool so marco's internet shit the bed and uh he can't get back so until spectrum gets a a technician until we get tyler back
1: to new york city no that's why you don't do the firmware update right away guys alpha (laughs) you gotta wait for the, the the gold release uh so i'm just gonna
0: read marco's pulls just so we get them out there apache delivery service number one no idea what that is (laughs) me neither couldn't tell you a single thing about that book but marco pulled it and uh, not all robots number five this is i believe this is awa uh Um, yeah it's mark russell mark russell yeah diodato i believe yeah so Uh, it's good strong creative team it gives me um gives me visions vision vibes uh at least from the cover, because I haven't read it, but the covers give me vision vibes.
1: Yeah, it's that's not the the actual story. Mm. Um it's given me, I mean, I like Mark, Mark Russell as a as a a writer, as a creator. Yeah. Uh, and it is if you liked his Flintstones run, um, it, this is more of the same, you know, uh it's a take on society. Um and the potential for where our society can go. It's like, Oh, uh, we don't do jobs anymore. We have robots do it, but we all have like a house robot and that people treat like shit. Um, uh, and one issue, I think the first issue, um, one robot accidentally goes rogue and uh, kills everyone in Disney's magic kingdom by turning Whoa. the oxygen to poison or something. that's like, Oh,
2: whoops. That only, sound, that only sounds like a matter of time. For real, <laughs> frankly,
0: you might be right about that. I'm not going to lie. We don't, Uh, have you guys ever seen uh, the Animatrix? Yes. It's been a long time, but yes. That's sort of the premise of the second Renaissance, which is the story that shows you why the Matrix happened, Mm -hmm. uh, which is just humans got to the point where they created robots that could walk and talk like humans, and they made them go to work, (laughs) and the humans stayed at home. Um, And then the robots got tired of being treated like trash and yep. a robot killed its owner that was trying to kill it and it became this whole thing that ended up in the Matrix. Uh, so, not all robots
1: prequels to the Matrix, <laughs> yeah. basically. Uh, a- Apache Delivery Service, it's a new Dark Horse number one by Matt Kent and Tyler Jenkins. So yeah, that that's definitely oh, a Marco, that's, a Okay, a yeah. yeah,
0: that that yeah. definitely
2: tracks. Definitely Interestingly, tracks. both of these also sound like hentai. Uh,
0: yeah, I could see it. To a certain degree, not sure where you're getting that from, but the I mean, uh, delivery service is delivering things, yeah. and not all robots. Not all robots. What? <laughs> <laughs> all right, fair enough. Uh, well, I want to talk about the Batman because oh this movie. It, it just I don't like to get this excited about things, even though I get really excited about things but this movie just feels like it's going to be really special. So we're going to watch the trailer of the bat and the cats trailer. Uh, it has an actual title. Um, we're going to watch that now over on uh, video for you guys. There we go. There we go. I'm good. Here we go. Can you guys see that? Yes. Yep. All right. So this is the third trailer that they've put out and it's, it's primarily based around Batman and Catwoman. I think it's brilliant. Yeah, I, they it keep showing this, this penguin uh, chase sequence. I love yeah. it.
2: it. Man, it looks a lot like uh, the Dark Knight.
0: From a visual standpoint?
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm.
1: There I like that Batmobile.
2: Very yeah. glad that Batmobile's not a tank though.
1: Uh, yeah, for sure. Like It looks like some kind of twisted metal car, and I'm, I'm kind of down with that. How do you guys feel about this new Riddler? I mean, Paul Dano is creepy already. So, like, <laughs> yeah,
2: that is Paul Dano. I'm a big fan of.
1: I mean, nothing's going to top Jim Carrey's rendition. Of of Riddler. course. I mean, come on. So can we talk about
0: Zoe Kravitz? Because holy shit, man. Over Jim, Riddler, I don't
1: think so. They're like a thing now. Currently, I think. You know, you is, yeah.
2: God, is how it, could you yeah. not? Isn't she with
0: uh Aquaman? No, that's uh that's her mother.
1: It is? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, from the Cosby show, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's her mother.
0: What? That's her mother, yeah. And her neighbor fathers. Baby yeah. Oh shit. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. What's that guy? She's down? a
0: she's a really talented actor. Um she was on a show called Big Little Lies on HBO. That was really good. Uh, she was really good in it rather.
2: Yeah, 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 Lisa Bonet, of course. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Lisa Bonet, yeah.
0: Um, this is also, like, from a visual standpoint, she's, like, the same as the year one Catwoman, right? Yeah, I hate it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's dumb. I'm sorry. It's well, dumb. I don't like the, it, looks the it looks good. It
2: looks good in a comic book. I don't think it looks good uh, in the film. Oh, you're so talking about adapt. her
1: costume. Yeah, 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 yeah. So don't adapt Mazzucchelli into I'm getting heavy Mazzucchelli vibes from this. Yeah. Yeah. This is this
0: is like from a visual standpoint, I can't even imagine a better looking Batman movie. This is exactly what I want. This trailer is great. Again, we don't really need we don't really need any more trailers for this
1: movie. I got it already. Yeah. After Spider-Man, I'm like, yo, I'm I'm done with trailers like (laughs) (laughs) they're showing too much in this. Yeah, Um, although I will say, I
0: feel like they've kept a lot under the vest. I really don't feel like we've seen much of
1: this movie yet. Because like you even said, they they keep showing that penguin chase scene. Yeah, they
2: they keep showing the same four scenes. You got pretty much. You got the the car chase
0: scene. The Riddler like doing obscure things that we don't really know what's going on. Uh, I think these trailers represent a good way to handle the fact that you've got to promote your movie um, with trailers, but also not giving away almost any story. We, what do we know? We know the Riddler is really upset and doesn't like the way Gotham is. And somehow Batman is involved in that. And Catwoman is around and penguins a goon and Batman's really pissed about his past. So that's it. I'll be excited if they can um, do the mystery.
2: Well, especially you know, given what we what we know from the trailers, and yeah. granted, what we know isn't much, but you know, how much longer is that going to be?
0: I think this is this movie has the potential to accomplish one of two things that Batman fans have routinely sort of complained about with the movies. One is that we've never really had um, a a mystery batman movie um and that's that's like i would say that's the number one complaint and this movie seems like it's on point to uh deal with that if the if the mystery works out um the other thing this movie's not dealing with it but the other complaint is no robin so this movie can at least solve one of those problems um but yeah great trailer i can't wait um uh, this movie needs to come out now. Like, I wish I could just go to sleep and wake up the day I have to go watch it. I mean, it's what, uh, March? March, yeah. yeah. March 4th. That's yeah, not that far. No, no, not at all. Um, so, yeah, we will uh, we will continue to talk about this movie as it gets closer, but I really, really hope we don't see any more footage. So let's talk about, um, let's talk about Black Panther. So this, the Black Panther story get going into uh, Wakanda forever has been one that for me, it's kind of sad. So obviously Chadwick Boseman uh, died and Marvel Studios, Kevin Feige, they've said, we're not recasting Black Panther. We're we're not recasting T'Challa, I should say. Yeah. Hmm. And that's been their hard stance. And I believe that I believe that for them, given that they were intimately aware of the actor, they had these real uh, this connection with him and what he meant to the Marvel universe. They just don't want to tread on that. And, you know, it's possible they it would feel weird to see somebody else play that character. Um, but we have talked on the show about the fact that we or at least I have. I wish they would recast. And I'm, apparently, I'm not the only one who feels that way. Notably, Derek Bozeman, who is uh, Chadwick's brother, told TMZ that he feels that Chadwick would have wanted T'Challa to be recasted. Uh, the quote, the, it's a paraphrase, but uh, from TMZ, they, they reported that he said Chadwick thought T'Challa was bigger than just himself as one guy. This has, this, this has re-sparked the conversation about whether or not we should have T'Challa in the MCU. 50,000 people have signed a petition um, to recast him. So that prompted me to want to bring this, this conversation back up. Tyler, you've never shared your thoughts on the show about this issue. How do you feel? Should they recast T'Challa or should we go into uh, anti-vax uh, Letitia Wright as Black Panther.
1: So here's the thing. Uh, first off, I will say that um, petition.org is the most useless website on the entirety of the Internet. Uh, if you spend any of your time actually signing those positions, um, you've lost parts of your life trying to do that. It is pointless. <laughs> There's you no mean- point. It's just going to be on some aggregated news website. Um, your name will not be mentioned in it. You will not have made any change. Uh, you you mean those else, petitions aren't going to
2: be they're not going to be seen by uh, President Joseph L.R. Biden?
1: I thought it was I think Obama still has to has to look at a couple of them. Uh, still, oh, man. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's that's where I'm starting from. Uh, secondly, I think I don't think you should necessarily recast T'Challa, um, but I think you should recast Black Panther. Somebody can be Black Panther without it being T'Challa. I'm, it is it is a title within Mm. Marvel Comics lore and they've stressed it in the MCU, but I don't think it should be Letitia Wright. (laughs) I don't think it should be her if the buzz about her is true. mm. I think that is too much of a gamble. Maybe maybe the
2: recasting conversation is looking from the wrong angle.
1: I agree. That's that's, that's kind of where I'm going. I think you can recast her. You had a blip. Five years went by. She was young in the first movie. You got your out. (laughs) Yeah, you got your out right there.
0: Well, um, she the, the problem with that, right, is that Black Panther 2 is already, you know, underway. It's well underway in production, sure. right? So she hasn't been able to film a lot, though. This is true. But yeah. I got to imagine she's filmed. She's filmed, you know, sure. Um, so but it would she, be she tough. got hurt
1: filming. So right. Um, allegedly, I don't know the exact story behind it, but
2: and it's not. Um, unprecedented that they take an actor completely out of a film that is nearly finished.
1: Sure.
0: But she's almost assuredly the main character.
1: I don't think so. I I think uh, this is an ensemble piece. (laughs) Honestly, I feel like this is an ensemble piece. Hmm. You know, the the way it's been marketed as Wakanda forever. This is a Wakanda story. I don't think it's, it's centered on one character.
2: I, I thought they were two separate movies. Huh? Is it wrong about that? Wakanda forever and black Panther two. No. Same movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it,
0: that, Yeah. That's just the, you know, they always have to have a, a
2: name. Yeah. Like yeah. Something. Yeah. I thought, I thought there was another thing.
0: I think they the announced kind of of Disney plus the thing. Disney+ show. Yeah. You, I think it's called world of Wakanda tentatively. Think, oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. So maybe that's, yeah. Right. yeah.
1: Um, if you want my take on this, uh, either you, you find a way to write Eric Kilmonger back into it. Um, Or you give it to M'Baku. I thought M'Baku was great in that movie. And then, you know, I I think you have outs here um, if you don't want to recast anyone. Um, I don't know. I think the character is important. The character of Black Panther, the title, the, the lineage of it is important, but I don't necessarily, I don't think it matters who's under it.
0: I would pull up the Brinks truck to Michael B. Jordan's house and say, whatever you need, is in this truck. Come
1: be Black Panther. Honestly, I felt he was more compelling in the first movie, too. Like, as a character. Like, that's the thing. Like, I, they're talking about how T'Challa, it means more than that. And I don't necessarily, it's, I don't think it's T'Challa that means more than that. I think it is the, the idea of Wakanda and everything that it represents. I don't think it's, it's necessarily focused on this one character. Because I don't think we ever really got much. We didn't have time. Well, hold up, hold much. hold on, hold on. Let's put some respect
0: on T'Challa. First of all, from a film perspective, I think that T'Challa added something really special to those movies. He's royalty, right? Yeah. Which okay. is unique uh among the 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 you know, pantheon of Avengers, if you will. Um <clears throat> and obviously you have Thor who's like a god or an alien god or whatever, but th- this is a a a member of a royal family on earth, the ruler of a nation. And as the MCU grows, we know from the comics how important T'Challa specifically becomes to wider events. You know, they're going a Secret Wars route, it feels, maybe the Illuminati. I think that you got to have T'Challa, right? Like he's so pivotal for those types of things.
1: Um, You got to have Iron Man for those roles too. Well, yeah, the MCU at Illuminati is not going to be anything like Yeah, of, of course. You need Professor X, you know. Yeah, but, well, that yeah. could happen. Um it could, it could. But
0: to chat like okay, Tony Stark obviously is an important aspect of the Illuminati and, you know, the wider events of Marvel Comics. But the thing about Black Panther is that there are a lot of people who wear suits of armor, right? Black Panther is the king of Wakanda. He actually has a stake in what happens on Earth because it directly affects the people that he rules. Similar to Namor, which is why Namor is almost assuredly the villain of Wakanda forever. And the movie was originally supposed to be about Black Panther, T'Challa versus Namor. You still think it's Namor? I feel like we would have gotten an announcement about that already. I'm almost 100% positive it's Namor. Yeah, we did get an announcement. Was I don't know if it was official. We've
1: talked gotta, about gotta this gotta on the show.
0: Either. Yeah, we've seen, we've seen rumored casting. I can't remember the guy's name. Um, and we've heard about this a lot, but I don't think Marvel has said anything.
2: Huh.
0: So yeah, to me, <clears throat> T'Challa is what I want. If I can't get that, then I want Killmonger. Shuri, I love Shuri. I don't have any problems with Shuri, the character as Black Panther. It's Letitia Wright that is a little troubling.
1: I mean, I, I, I don't think, have anything against her acting either. It's just if those no. rumors are true about who she is behind the scenes, then there's... there's I think
2: special. the thing, too, about making Shuri Black Panther, which on its face, I don't necessarily have a problem with. I think it, it, it's sort of making the Black Panther mantle as a hero in, in the MCU. I feel like it might be making that character and that title take a step back you know it it sort of puts black panther 2 in a prequel or a a first movie position i see what you mean shuri's gotta find her feet as the black panther when we had a black panther who you know ruled the nation and was black panther and it was dope as hell i think that would be my problem with that
0: i think The movie so i think tyler you said it was going to be more of an ensemble that was your thought right that's what i feel yeah okay
1: i think that they have a huge cast already like
0: i think that that will be true up until the point at which shuri in my mind unless something changes has to become the black panther to defend wakanda from namor which i would imagine being like a major you know, turning point towards the middle of the movie, or maybe even later than that. So I don't know how much of an origin it will be in that regard, Kale, but I think it will address to your point, her sort of like realizing someone has to shoulder this burden. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like throughout the course
1: of the movie. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see at the end, like if they're not recasting T'Challa, they have to kill him off in the movie like I'm guessing somehow they can't just have T'Challa. like, Oh, T'Challa's on walkabout, you know? I mean,
2: they could do the, uh, Carrie Fisher deal and have the
1: funeral, you know, be the first, the first thing that happens. That's kind of how I picture it. And I can also see like, maybe at the end, like everyone becoming the black Panther, you know, like it's like, it is Mm. part of Wakanda and like, there is no specific black Panther. Oh gosh. I would be so, I would be so upset. Like, the the Dora Milaje aren't that anymore. It's like, oh, they're all Black Panthers. There, that's what defends Wakanda. I don't know. I could see that too. It's all up in the air,
0: which is yeah. what kind of makes this movie the most interesting of all the movies that are on Marvel's slate for 2022. Because we really it's don't know anything this year. Yeah, what the hell? Like, we don't yeah. know anything. I feel like that movie's going to get delayed again. To be honest, yeah. I agree. I just I don't see how you could, it could be coming out this year and we know literally nothing.
1: Yeah. And then with with a with a, a PR um taking a time bomb that Leticia Wright seems to be. Um, yeah. I'm not sure she, they want to really deal with that.
0: She can't even film like it's yeah. just it's just not not looking good. Um but uh by the way on the cast list for Wakanda Forever is someone named uh, Tenak Huerta, and from what I can see, um, he doesn't have. He's not credited with any particular role. I think this might be our. Um, I, think I think this. This, this might be who. New
2: yeah, I think this is who I saw in the original announcement. Like, I can see this guy's face in the announcement that I Dude, saw. I love Nate more too.
1: Like, hugely underrated. Here's here's my thing. Give the mantle to Martin Freeman.
3: You got to go. It, it didn't even it didn't no, no, take no. you I, but
1: one episode.
3: I think, I think we need to hear him
0: out. <laughs> no, we really don't. Martin Freeman,
2: listen, Martin as a Freeman minority, I deserve, fan, yeah, I deserve. I deserve representation. <laughs> and um, listen, this is this is how it's got
0: to be. I want to hear him out. Don't ask me to edit that out because I'm not doing it.
1: Martin Freeman carried the superior Lord of the Rings trilogy. So I know that he can. (laughs) That's it. Get out. See, never mind.
0: Causing strife already. Never mind. I don't want it. Sorry. Sorry. Enough about that. Enough about Black Panther. We're going to continue to follow this this story. Um, Obviously, that's a movie, a character that's very near and dear to me and a lot of other people. So there's a lot of pressure to make this right. And I trust Marvel. So I think I think they'll do. They'll do the job, whatever it has to be.
1: A lot of pressure to make this Letitia right.
0: Okay. <laughs> oh, God.
1: Uh, let's talk about Spider-Man. No
0: way home. Something and that. Still? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, one last time. No way to not fucking talk about this movie. Uh huh. Nice. Um, So. Obviously, No Way Home has been a juggernaut, the biggest success far and away uh, movie wise of the pandemic era, one of the most successful movies of all time, so much so that it has done something remarkable. It has passed the Dark Knight, taken the Dark Knight slot as the 12th highest grossing film of all time.
1: Wow. Wow. It also Uh, broke another record, too. What was that? Um, a movie to lead to the most deaths in real life. Who died? Um, all the people going to this theater and spreading that damn Omicron virus <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> around. <laughs> all right, listen, I'm not going to
0: lie. Um, <clears throat> we went to see No Way Home on Thursday. Yeah. The next day, my girlfriend was sick. Yep. So could be. I'm just saying, guys. But no one died. We didn't die. We're alive. Uh, not, so far.
1: I'd be very confused right now. <laughs> Why are you doing the show right now?
0: <laughs> um. So it, it surpassed the Dark Knight as the twelfth highest-grossing film of all time, uh, domestically. Uh, th- Five hundred thirty-six million dollars, uh, and that's only so far. Who knows where it will go? Um, it could get a billion domestically, which I mean, that, that's remarkable. That's unheard of.
2: Yeah, it, it got its billion without China.
0: Am I right? Be- I believe that's I believe that's correct.
1: A true American film with a British lead. But, you know,
0: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, that's not the only major success that this movie has. Um, Spider-Man No Way Home is the only superhero movie in Rotten Tomatoes top 10 movies of 2021.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Honestly, Suicide Squad. uh, I'm I'm like torn, you know. Thank you. What? I really like the Suicide Squad. It's
0: because it was good. I'm not saying it was bad. It was good. It was good. It was solid. But that that third act with Starro. fucking Starro was in it. What are you you talking about? What are you talking about? You're comparing Starro Mm -hmm. to yeah. All three live action Spider-Man teaming up. Honestly,
1: Starro is more surprising.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. He was in
1: the he was in the trailer. How could that be more surprising? That it happened is more surprising. That that they did it. Yeah. <laughs> if you told me three years ago, Starro is gonna be the main villain of a movie for uh-huh. DC comics, or they're gonna bring back. The the all all the Spider Man I'd be like nah, that Star Wars shit's not happening
2: <laughs> absolutely hundred percent
1: yeah you guys are crazy one obviously makes money so it's obviously more mm-hmm. believable I miss
2: Pete that that makes a hut <laughs> Tyler oh my god <laughs> that makes one
1: thousand percent sense if you had added the addendum the Star Wars movie is by James Gunn I would have been like oh okay all right that yeah that seems more
2: believable yeah I'd I'd even say
0: mm, I could maybe see yeah, that getting off yeah. the ground.
1: If, if someone could do it, it'd be that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So you're telling me, because by the way, let's just establish a couple of things. Three years three ago, ago. Mm-hmm. the relationship between Marvel and Sony was not solid at all. In fact, a year later, it ended.
1: So in, you're telling me you, you, would, just, you. I just threw three years out there. I'm not saying specifically three years ago. You so what, told me. At,
0: at what point in time? Would all three Spider-Man be a no brainer other than when it became the hottest rumor
1: in film? If you put those on paper at any point since Tom Holland has become Spider-Man and then put it next to Starro as the main villain, I would believe the Spider-Man. First. You're crazy.
2: I can't I can't believe what you're telling me, because how much precedent is already there? None. Sure.
1: Yeah, None.
2: Like That's, it's never happened. There are already three Spider-Man. You telling me they're not going to be in the same room at some point? There has Kale, never
0: been Starro. Kale, you know what, dude? This is crazy. I <laughs> Listen, I, I, I want to leave you in 2021. How about I am that? Br- I am
2: breaching levels of thought that I never thought I could get. Yeah, you're getting closer to insanity. Is what's happening because of Starro? Maybe, maybe, maybe the Suicide Squad was actually the best superhero film of 2021. Starro was in it. Oh, my God. It would be like it would be like if Fin Fang Foom was in a film.
0: Yeah, like, that's automatically the best film. It doesn't no, matter. First of all, first of all, Fin Fang Foom is way cooler than Starro and also way cooler than Spider-Man. Sorry, I, I had a Starro hat for this one. I'll see. I I didn't expect this. I didn't expect <laughs> this. I don't. I, I just wanted to gush about No Way Home. And you guys are You're ruining about that
1: money in this capitalist society. You We're not seeing of any shit. of that money, Sean. God damn. So what? You know what I'm leaving back in 2020, 2021? Huh. Capitalism. Exactly.
0: Good luck with that shit. <laughs> I am a shill for Marvel. I love Marvel movies. As- and you can't.
2: ASMAB. All Spider-Mens are bastards.
0: Kale, it's a bit of a mouthful. Can we can uh, we leave uh, can we I'll leave honest, the bad I'm, comedy <laughs> in twenty twenty one? Is it who's, can we do that? Listen, who's laughing? Nobody. That's the point. That's we've what got, I'm
2: saying. We've got this
0: is hundred percent serious. There are people listening to the show right now who are like, "Wow, Kale, why would you even say something so?" Unbuddy? I
2: haven't even begun. I haven't even begun to try to be funny.
0: All right. Anyway, shifting gears, I want to talk about what is next for spider-man truly though <laughs> sorry <laughs> i do have a question about
2: that first thing <laughs> mm-hmm. um genuinely um about the uh, uh the dark knight bit no other marvel film has beaten that before no they have Yeah,
0: no, this is oh, the okay. 12th 12th the 12th ranking, one that's right? beat it 12 to 14 this no uh so this is This is usurping the Dark Knight as the 12th highest grossing film ever. Other superhero movies have also done that. It's just that now Dark Knight got bumped back again. I see. Yeah, I think uh, Infinity War and Endgame both did that. Surely. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I I don't even know. I don't even know that prior to this, prior to those. I don't know that the Dark Knight was the highest grossing superhero movie ever. That, that's probably a Spider-Man yeah, sure really movie. Not. So, yeah, yeah, we got a uh,
1: Black Panther at 12, right. uh, Age of Ultron at 11, Avengers oh, really? at 8, Infinity War at 5, Endgame at 2. Yeah, so. Yeah. Most surprising, Beauty and the Beast at 17. Hey, bro, oh, that's the, the live stuff? action one. The live oh. action one. Oh, the live action no one? Way, yeah, above No Way Home right now. Oh. Oh, wow. God. What the hell? I saw it twice. I saw Actually, it twice. I didn't why? even
0: really realize there was a live action beauty in the beast. Not it's that decent. I think about it's it. decent.
1: No, come yeah. on. Luke Evans has guest on. Good stuff. That's uh, I got to These- get my uh, guys you are going to help me as a Disney adult. Let's, let's keep going. <laughs> a <Spider-Man. Disney> adult. <laughs> Again, this goes
2: to show CGI monsters do better than three True. ordinary dudes. And there's also funny color pajamas. The only
1: bestiality movie on this top 20. Oh, my Here go.
0: God. Here we go. Tyler, this is not the long box. Now we're having the real conversation. What you
1: signed up for.
0: No, I didn't. Clearly, it's I didn't. In the
2: contract.
0: <laughs> uh, so again, my question is: what's next for Spider-Man? We know for a fact, based on conversations um, that we have read between Kevin Feige and people at Sony, that there is one more deal, one more movie deal in place. So they call it a, a, a borrow. Uh so Spider-Man is is loaned out to Marvel. Marvel has to make a Spider-Man movie that features a character of theirs in with teaming up with Spider-Man. Um that's been the sort of uh cadence we got uh Civil War, Iron Man and Homecoming. Uh Infinity War, um what's his name? Uh uh Nick Fury, right in Far From Home, uh, No Way Home, Doctor Strange for Endgame. So there's one more loan that's going to happen. Who do you think the character ought to be that teams up with Spider-Man? What movie do you think Spider-Man appears in for Marvel?
1: Um, that's a, like a crossover film. Daredevil. Hmm. I think. It, I think. I think. At the end of No Way Home, we're seeing a much more ground level, barebone Spider-Man. Um, if you're going to give a rub to your street level heroes, you give it the Spider-Man rub. Um, I don't know oh, where, I don't know if Daredevil shows up in Spider-Man or Spider-Man shows up in Daredevil. I don't know what that would be, but I think, I think that's where we're going to go. Okay. We mentioned it.
0: Jeez.
2: It must've been, yeah. It had to have been last
0: week. Uh, the fantastic four. Yeah. I mean, their relationship, right. Is like, that's. that's- especially at
2: the age of uh that this peter parker is at and at his you know stage of life uh it makes sense that that what is it like issue uh five or something of the original story uh the comics is him going to the fantastic four to ask for a job
1: yeah i mean he, he is he does need a supporting cast now so johnny storm that's what i'm saying could work
0: I, I think I think that's a good idea. My only concern with it is that trying to get over the Fantastic Four as their own thing in their own movie, injecting Spider-Man into that might muddy the waters of whatever story they're trying to tell. Um I could see a scenario though where Peter in in the next Spider-Man film works for Reed.
2: Yeah. In the way of like uh, uh similar to the video game where he works with uh Oh, yeah. okay, Yeah, Yeah. It makes sense. Or uh, Johnny's his roommate. That's good. That's too much of a rom-com
0: though. That's fun. I mean, fun. I'd be into it. That's fun. It, it, the only, like, I want this to be more street level. And I don't know how, like, if, if let's say the Fantastic Four got involved in Peter's problems, that kind of elevates things. Now, you you know, your villain choice has to be a little different. But the idea of them as roommates is so funny and good. I would love to see them do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Villain wise. So, this movie, No Way Home, was actually originally supposed to feature Craven. Before they realized that they could do what they ended up doing, it was going to be about Craven. Um, I still love that. I love the idea of Craven coming to hunt the spider and all that good stuff. I really want that to happen. However, now that Marvel has reintroduced the Kingpin, I'd really love to see that.
1: Hmm. Okay.
2: That would be good. That was my first thought, but I do think the next one would be Craven because I think now uh, with the combination of Peter's identity being revealed and put on blast and the way that the film ends with Spider-Man now being uh, a menace front and center, it makes a lot of sense to me that Craven would come hunting.
0: Well, remember, no one knows who he is anymore. Right, but he's still going to come hunt uh, the spider. sp- Spider-Man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. with that. Yeah,
3: yeah. And
0: uh, to that, actually, I think
1: that's a great opportunity for Peter to put on the black suit. I he- mean, do we have... We have Aaron Taylor Aaron Taylor Johnson cast as Craven, right? Oh, yes fuck. for mind, for the yeah. solo movie. Yep. Ugh. Yeah. So, I mean, oh, I, I, think it, I think right, I think I yeah. think there's a better way to incorporate the, the black suit. Go ahead. Into all this. I think the villain of the next one is J. Jonah Jameson. We've Yo. already got inklings of it. it. It's that. It's him. You know. It. That's how you get him back to the ground level. You already established that there is an antagonist, and from there you can bring in the Spider Slayers, Scorpion. I was going to say Alistair Smith. And that's Ooh. how you bring in your Venom. That's not Eddie Brock. It. I love it. What if Matt Gargan Venom, which is just a force of nature and Matt Gargan's already been introduced. So that's not bad. What if Jameson and Kingpin team up? Kingpin has the resources. Jameson that's has like a cameo. I could see that as a cameo to kind of yeah. interconnect things. Yeah, sure.
2: They, yeah, they hire uh, Kingpin's like, oh yeah, I know a dude. And it introduces
1: Alistair Smythe. Yep.
2: God, the, animated series scorpion
1: yeah the 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 video game scorpion costume so good Mm -hmm. yeah man but then imagine that with the symbiote you know like he's been wearing the symbiote this entire time he doesn't have the stark tech anymore but this thing gives him extra powers he's like oh, okay this is i I don't have the support system anymore but this suit's giving me it
3: so Mm -hmm. he
1: goes a little crazy he almost kills scorpion yeah there's the grudge he decides oh i can't do this anymore
2: that's just that's fucking um Spider-Man, what is it? the The one we just read by uh, Chips Adarski. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Spider Shadow.
1: Uh, Spider Shadow. Sh- Shadow yeah, Spider. yeah, maybe not as dark, but yeah. But that, I mean, that's
0: that's kind yeah. of the, the 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 origin for for Venom, right? Like that's the symbiote. Make yeah, but I
2: think we need to differentiate it.
1: from Eddie Brock at this point. So
2: make this asshole stand on his own two feet for once, Peter. Yeah, and get a new actor.
0: You've got to leave your biases at home. I don't care how many backflips this jerk can do. He's no good. You're no good. How
2: about that? I know. I can't even do backflips. That's why I'm not Spider-Man. Uh,
0: yeah. I want to see you do a backflip. When we get 1,000 subscribers, I want to see you do a backflip. How about that? a flip.
2: That? I'll do it. Do we'll a flip. <laughs> You'll do it? I'll do it.
0: That's your 1, word?
2: Subscri- 1,000 YouTube subscribers? Yeah. I'll do a backflip. Absolutely. I-,
0: I will get us 1,000 subscribers by the end of this year. Let's do it. All right, you better start so training now. Into
1: a, are we just doing yep. standing into a pool on a trampoline? Doesn't matter. It's just a backflip in general. A back,
0: just a backflip. I don't it care how you it. do it, as long as you do a backflip. I can do it. I still got, I still got a little bit of uh, vigor in these old bones. I, I think, I think a
1: backflip will will tap you out, though. I think. Yeah, I I can do one backflip. <laughs> yeah, I think you got one more, <laughs> and, and, and that will yeah. be
2: all I can do for the rest of yeah. my life.
0: But I got yeah. one. One of my friends injured himself trying to do a backflip. Not that long ago, so I'm eagerly anticipating this.
1: Okay, yeah, thousand subscribers, let's
0: go. Oh man, but you have um, to do it by the end of the year or no backflip. It's it's gonna happen. So okay, um, yeah, I I feel like s- some amount of what we just discussed regarding Spider-Man is what will happen. Um, whether it's the Mac Gargan idea, Scorpion, J. Jonah Jameson, Craven, Symbiote, I feel like. Some amount of that is going to come to pass. Daredevil, Kingpin. I could see all of that. Frankly, I could see a lot of that happening in the same movie. Um, But I do believe some amount of that is going to happen. Um, As far as just real quick before we move on, the next cameo for Spider-Man, like where he'll appear next as far as a non Spider-Man film. Um, I'm I'm going to say the next Avengers. Like a new Avengers. Yeah. Yeah, surely. Yeah. I think he's got to be a part of that.
1: Don't know when it's going to happen. I hope if they do a new Avengers, they bring Mike Coulter back because his new cage is so good, man. Dude. It's so good. If they do, cage is so integral to the new Avengers.
0: If they do the new Avengers, like, you know, Bendis new Avengers, I'll lose my mind. I'll do two backflips. No, I'm just
1: kidding. (laughs) I will. I will watch him do two backflips for that. I almost I almost I almost d- dug a hole for myself. Uh-huh. I myself. Yeah, I, I,
0: I, <laughs> uh, I, I piece that one together. Yeah. Tyler and I will do two backflips together. <laughs>
1: um, there's, a, there's that time difference. I don't think it'll work timing wise. So, you know.
0: so, yeah, that's that's my thought. New Avengers, Spider-Man front and center uh, with Captain Marvel as the leader. OK, yeah, OK. That's not what I want. I don't actually want Captain Marvel as the leader. But I I'm think gonna that's what we're going to get. Sam Wilson. You don't
2: think it'll be Sam?
0: Cap that, that's what a, I want. Right. That's what I want. I just feel like Marvel wants Captain Marvel to be the main character of the MCU. Hmm. So interesting. Okay.
2: Um, early on, the, the conversation was that Doctor Strange was going to be the new Iron
3: main Man. character. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't think that Doctor Strange should or f- he doesn't feel like a leader. Um, I don't see him leading a team. He yeah. could still end up being the main character, I guess. Uh, he arguably is right now for like for this specific era. He might be. Yeah. Uh, that's fair to say. But I think when it comes to leading the new Avengers, there's really only two options. And that's Spider-Man, not Spider-Man. Sorry, Um captain america sam wilson and um and uh, captain marvel yeah so we'll see how that shakes out little update on a news story from last week we talked about the avengers eternals event that appeared to be forming now we know that there's more to it than that it's actually a three-way it's a triple threat the Eternals, the Avengers, and the X-Men are going to war. Judgment Day is coming in the summer of 2022. Marvel's promoting their next big event.
1: A menage a trois blockbuster. Mm.
0: hmm Now this, last week I said, eh, I don't care about Avengers versus Eternals. This is... I think I do care about a little X-Men into anything. And then you're like, okay, dude, you could pepper the X-Men into literally anything and I'm down for it. Honestly,
1: X-Men and power pack. Let's go. Let's go. Let's do it. That makes sense. Those kids are mutants. Oh, it's, it's, it's happened. It's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, there you go. X-Men
0: and WWE. Let's get it. Roman Reigns versus Wolverine. Yeah.
1: I just got news. Cyclops has been released. Um, (laughs) we wish him well and all the new mutants they're doing new mutants 2.0 instead okay all right looks like they're they've changed up their minds okay well we'll see what happens Uh, yeah so this i'm I'm reading eternals i'm really liking eternals i'm reading avengers i am enjoying avengers um and i'm really liking x-men so i think it's only a natural conclusion i will read this um am i excited for it uh, I don't have excitement built into me anymore. It's been bred out of me, but um,
2: bred. I will read me. it.
0: Interesting.
1: Yep. Um.
0: So, Kieran Gillen is writing Immortal X Men. Yeah, this is true. So and I and it's well, yeah, absolutely. So I, I and I'm assuming he will be the writer of this event. That's a no brainer. What the hell? Like this? This changes my thoughts about immortal x-men it was already the the x-men book that i'm most excited about in the destiny of x um era now knowing that it's probably going to be the lead into this event or at least have some seeds planted this is the most exciting
1: marvel book coming out in 2022 for my money and also if you like high concept hickman style storytelling uh what kieran gillen's been doing lately is that except with a little more humor and personality into it. Mm.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. That's, so I think
1: that's, he that's, like die. If, yeah. if you're reading die, die is fantastic. I um, even Eternals, he made Eternals, the Eternals likable. Like Icarus is still a shithead, but these almost likable because he's so dumb. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, I, I'm a big Gillen fan. Uh, Once in future, another good Gillen book right now. Um, uh, so Cannon, uh, Thunderbolt, if you're that was interested. good. Yep. Yeah, I really enjoyed that.
0: Yeah, that was really good. So I can um, say if,
1: if I can have any excitement, it's not necessarily for the idea of this. But if it is Gillen, it'd be the excitement would be for Gillen.
3: That's
2: so fair. is this
0: like, is this just going to go across the the titles? I hope not. I hope it's a it's a it's an event that is, you know, its own thing. Whatever the title is going to be. Um, I hope it's its own thing. Because the the bleeding article, uh, the bleeding cool article that we
2: have yeah. has Eternals, X-Men, Immortal, X-Men, and then Avengers uh, listed as the, the books. The books, I guess, for this event. So that's what, that's what I'm wondering.
0: E- what do you mean the books listed for this event? Because we know that those books are going to cross over, but we don't necessarily know that they're all connected. No, just we don't know that like those titles are going to like whatever the event is called. Right. We don't know that those titles will represent the event itself. My assumption uh-huh. is that the event itself will spin out of these titles into its own thing. And we'll have a judgment day, number one or whatever. Oh, yeah, exactly. Whatever it's going to be called. That's my thought. Okay. That's okay. my hope. Right. Um, yeah. Super excited for this. I hope it's Kieran Gillen. man. I'd love to be excited
1: about that. Judgment Day by Jason Aaron. I'm out. Mm, yeah, th- I think I'm no, out. Thank you. I think, yeah. Really, I'm, I'm. I'm a Jason Aaron fan, so. I'm not
0: not a Jason Aaron fan. I'm just kind of. I don't know. I'm 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 burnt out. Maybe cool cool down on him
1: since yeah the store stuff yeah 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 yeah.
0: Um, I tried with Avengers. I tried really hard. But I just I just couldn't I just couldn't find myself in it. Yeah, it's it's a little goofy, it's off it's goofy. kilter. There's nothing wrong with that. We're gonna talk about it a little but, bit later. So but yeah, there you go. a uh, little 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 tease there for well, you. Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, now's as good a time as any to get into our uh our you know best comics of 2021. Mm-hmm. Um we're gonna do the comics awards. So uh we've got several categories we're gonna run through. Unfortunately, Marco won't be able to share his uh, answers to this but i'm sure we'll get his next week or maybe on social um but yeah here we go we're gonna get into our
1: it's, it's comics. a name for these awards the the, comics are they called the commies interesting <laughs> Cal, you down with uh you down with that one how it's like the the a good one <laughs> is okay. uh, i played too much warcraft that's i was a
0: pally i know i know that i'm making an executive decision it's the pallies <laughs> okay all right i wish That's i knew fine. what
2: that meant
1: paladin uh it's a paladin it's what you'd call a paladin
2: i wish i knew it you guys are a couple
1: of
0: fucking paladin uh, a, holy right. a holy warrior
1: a holy warrior dude you play D right i right? guess like a little more don't they have dude i played a paladin in our, in our short-lived D group <laughs> you did yeah it was a minotaur paladin I used to smite people with my horns I remember I, I think I did door. once in that time. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Pally's it is. Guess, Pallies it is. Yeah. P- the Pally's 2021 incoming. Welcome everyone to the Pallies, the 2022 Pally's where we're going to be reflecting on the year's worth of comics that came out in 2021, our favorite books, our favorite creators, our favorite stories in comics. This is purely comics focused, uh paying Tribute and homage to everything wonderful about comics from 2021. I will say, I think 2021 was, it's one of the better years I can recall in comics. There are going to be a lot of books and creators that we don't talk about today. And that's not because we didn't love their books or we didn't love the work that came out. I think there were so many phenomenal books that came out this year, but we're going to just celebrate the ones that were nearest and dearest to us. Um, and it's our list so hopefully you enjoy it and we'd love for you guys to share your answers to um, your, your awards that you would give away to these for these uh, categories let us know in the comments um, on the discord wherever you get us um, how you would uh, award these categories so let's start things off uh, with best writer best writer kale why don't you start us off with best writer
2: so for me, best writer, uh, gotta be Kale Ward. He really stepped up this year and wrote, no, I'm just kidding.
1: So you're going to say the best writer is common writer, but Hey, mm. this one's pretty good this year. I'm
2: not gonna lie. Um, yeah. for me, best writer 2021 gotta be Ron V. Mm. um, he wrote everything he wrote. Um, connected with me, even if I didn't completely understand what he was doing. Um, I think mean, specifically about swamp thing
1: first third of swamp thing. Yeah.
2: Really, really enjoyed his swamp thing. Couldn't tell you what was happening whatsoever. <laughs> so
1: isn't that why um, all men like swamp
2: thing? Is that, that's it. It's a, it's a, uh, an ever widening puzzle that we just keep trying to put together. And it's always on our minds. uh, uh our interview with him um has really stuck with me in the same way that uh Brian Edward Hill's interview has. Um and specifically what he said about um the the idiom that there are only you know seven stories or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um I can't get that out of my mind. And the many deaths of Layla Starr to me is uh a, a huge example of that
0: um so you're referring to what he said which was that the idea that there are only seven stories is a very western concept yes and that outside of the west there's all kinds of different stories that get told we just don't know about them
2: yeah 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 did i i I don't know if i said this on the show uh but i i was part of a, a writing group um over the summer and we spoke to a like a published children's author and you know she's published several books and you know certainly has a uh, a, a portfolio or whatever but mm-hmm. she started talking about the the seven stories and she was like this is it these are the stories and i went are you sure
3: <laughs> yeah
0: that was a classic yeah. interview by the way
2: I uh, man i really loved his interview
0: yeah so yeah rom rom v for me okay how about you tyler
1: um, for me, I wrote down uh James Tinian the for
0: mm. this one.
1: I think in in, in in sheer output and quality of that output, mm. it's mm. been a crazy year for Tinian. Um, you know, there's you know, nice house on the lake, which we've we've been talking about on the um the weekly review shows, which is great. Um, his very different take on Batman with uh Batman and and Fear Fear State. Um and then, uh, one of my books, which I, I believe will be, t- I'll, I'll be mentioning later, Department of Truth at Image Comics, um, really wild book, uh, that he's been doing. It's, uh, I find that at least every month I'm reading at least like three or four Tinian books, which, um, oh. which is not something I would have, I really would have said a couple of years ago, to be honest. Yeah. Um, i was i I was i i knew there was uh skill there but i thought that his things could be a little too much like prose, a, a prose writer writing comic books mm-hmm. um but i think he's really kind of coming to their uh, to their own this this year specifically so
0: yeah um are you reading something is killing the children and or house of slaughter
1: i read the first issue of house of slaughter but i, I felt a little because I, I never i read like the first issue of something is killing the children but uh mm-hmm. i kind of dropped off but uh I, once i read house of slaughter i'm like oh there's a world here that i missed out on right like, yeah i can't really get into it but
0: yeah um okay my answer is and you know you talk about things you never thought you would say uh if you asked me last year if i thought i would be saying this person is the best writer of 2021 i would have said no <laughs> um, <L. Williams>. my, <laughs> no no she just has the best plots um my answer, I'll explain it later, Tyler. Oh, no, you know what it is. Um, my answer is Tom King. Oh, love he heroes said. in crisis, huh? No, oh, oh, no, 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 no. We, le- we left that in 2019 19, or whatever that yeah. was. Um, I loved everything that Tom, Tom King put out this year. When you're talking about strange adventures Uh, You're talking about Rorschach, which was absolutely phenomenal. Uh, Even um, the human target, which is only on its third issue now, but is mind-blowingly good. Like I'm so impressed by that series. And I highly recommend that you read it. Um, I think Tom King has been consistent, even Supergirl, which, you know, I haven't necessarily loved, um, but it's strong. It's strong. Um, Tom King is firing on all cylinders and, I'm so impressed by how he was able to, and this is a little bit, I, I, I'm not trying to be rude when I say this, but I'm impressed by how he turned it around because Heroes in Crisis, I didn't think was great. And, you know, there were certain other things that just weren't, you know, weren't lighting me on fire. But now I feel like the guy can't miss and he always gets the best artists and his stories are engaging. So for me, uh, yeah, Tom King, Tom King's my guy. And there were other great writers think both of the writers you guys selected are phenomenal but i just think tom had a phenomenal year so
1: and i think being able to like kind of uh pivot after you know batman which i love but the internet apparently didn't um and Heroes in crisis just the sheer amount of bullshit he got from the internet mm-hmm. like it's almost impressive that he was able to just kind of still put out output that is great you know yeah. well, and, and like, still wanted to. that yeah exactly yeah
0: um, let's talk about best artist. Best artist, Tyler.
1: Why don't you start us off? I have my boy Daniel Warren Johnson as best artist. Same, that's yeah, my best I, artist as well. Yeah. and it's not necessarily because of Beta Ray Bill. Yes, Beta Ray Bill is fantastic. It's up there. At my once we get to our top five, it's up there. Spoiler. Um, I'm we wearing a damn Beta Ray Bill shirt right now. Um, <laughs> but it it's everything he's like even done outside of that, you know, like if you follow him or like a Felix comic art comics art, which like uh, distributes his artwork, um, this guy puts out so much commissions and sketches, yeah. like his output is nuts. And also probably chillest dude in comics currently. We met him. He's amazingly yeah. chill. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. And, I, and I, and I like that the, he has been teasing a wrestling comic book that I talked to him about two years ago about, mm. <laughs> um, on uh, um, uh, coming up, and all his like AEW and New Japan Pro Wrestling stuff that he's been drawing, you know, it's it is my jam completely. Beta Ray Bill, I think, gave someone a burning hammer in a Marvel comic. <laughs> uh,
0: yes, yep. Can't
1: can't say no to that. Uh,
0: so for me, this one, I I feel like this is this was probably my answer last year too. But I'm always impressed with Pepe LaRoz. Um, mm-hmm. I think Pepe Raz is brilliant. And my favorite, like, spoiler, I guess, ongoing story in comics right now is Krakoa. You know, it is what's happening with the X-Men. And there's no one who has been more <clears throat> important from an artistic perspective to that than Pepe Raz. You could make an argument for Russell Dodderman, but when it comes to getting in the trenches, Pepe Raz is that guy. He established the look and feel of the X-Men just as much as Jonathan Hickman established what the story is. And Pepe Raz got in the trenches this year a few times uh, when it comes to Ten of Swords, uh, which the event wasn't great, but the art always was, you know, um, for his parts, at least. Um, and then the core X-Men book with Jerry Duncan, which, you know, regardless of what you think about that series, which I've been enjoying, Um, Pepe LaRoz has been brilliant. So um, Planet Size X-Men was amazing, too. Like, just so many um, great things that he did. And again, it's not as he wasn't as um, involved as he was last year, but I don't think that his contributions were any less important or beautiful. So for me, it's Pepe LaRoz. Kale?
2: My artist was uh, Daniel Warren Johnson. Um, Very... For a lot of the same reasons Tyler listed, um, but I mean, Beta Ray Bill, dude, like uh, what's not to love there? He wrote and illustrated that book um, with uh, Mike Spicer on colors. And the book has this insane emotional core that hits you from like page what 10 of the first issue. Like you feel something for this alien Norse god that yeah. like you you should and it's weird, but it works, and uh the art that goes along with it is uh Pete you know Pete used to call it comics with an X, mm. you know that eighties underground style thick lines and um uh it's just so good and dynamic um and I had a really hard time between um Daniel Warren Johnson, James Heron, and uh Marcelo Costa. But I think Daniel Warren Johnson is a an incredible amalgamation of what I like about uh those two as well, Marcelo Costa and um uh James Heron. And the 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 movement of of his images, the the uh, uh the the feel of his uh his sound effects you know that he bakes into the uh the art uh yeah for me it it had to be had to be Daniel Warren Johnson.
0: Okay. Daniel Warren Johnson getting love times two from you guys. That's the awesome. Double Pally. Yeah. Um best colorist I will kick this one off with Marta Gracia. You know Pepe La and Martha Gracia go together like you know, rice and beans like they are. That's they are the dynamic duo uh, from an art perspective, in my opinion. Kill rice and beans
1: is something.
2: Uh, that. Listen, I'm from the South. All right. OK, all right. All right I'm all right. white, but I know a thing or two. I'm not saying I understand it, but I
0: you know it. I do. I do know it. Yeah. I've been Pepe- to Popeye's. <laughs> wow. Um, uh, Martha Gracia was everywhere this year um it wasn't even just the x stuff you also had empire which was not good in my opinion but it looked good um and mark de gracia was a big part of that um of course the x-men stuff just all over the place sword which was uh great from an art perspective as well so way of x you know which i didn't love but again everything that mark de gracia touches is elevated and i think in comics Colorists and letters and inkers often don't get their just desserts because sometimes the best thing you can say about a colorist or an inker or whatever is that they didn't get in the way. Um, and I feel like a lot of times when we talk about colorists, we're talking about what they did wrong, like um, with um, with skin tones, uh, yeah, marauders <laughs> yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. Martha Gracia is one of the best colorists ever in my eyes, and I think he showed that this year, Kale. Colorist. Yep.
2: Uh <laughs> all yeah, right. You want,
1: me, want me to go first while you are.
2: <laughs> uh no, well, so I'm gonna I'm gonna cheat just a little here.
3: Okay.
2: Because yeah, so I'm gonna skip ahead to the team category because for me the team but hold on, there's a reason. Pepe Loraz and Marta gracia uh were the perfect team for me because of the colors. Mm. Um, I love Pepe Larraz. I think his his art is incredible, but uh, Marta Gracia, I think, adds that extra level of, like, if Pepe Larraz is 100%, Marta Gracia takes it to 200, like, what they did together um, in establishing Krakoa and then continuing Krakoa and making a visual language. Um, to extend across the uh, uh you know the the lines, mm. no matter how disconnected they felt, there was always a language, and it worked tremendously um so I guess colorist has gotta be mark de Gracia okay tyler
1: uh it's Mike Spicer for me um, Spicer everywhere. is the colorist in two of my favorite books this year. Uh, the Swamp Thing and Bader Bill. Um, his use of like uh, secondary colors, uh, kind of bucking the trend of the, you know, the superhero primary color, you know, mm. um, kind of almost a crutch that most superhero comics have. Mm. Um, really, really brought something to the table. And you mentioned, you know, like, a, you know, sometimes the most we can think about, we can talk about a colorist is when they, you know that they didn't get in the way i think mike spicer actually le- elevated the art mm. in, in a lot of senses you know if you if i if i had if you told me uh, i have a black and white uh version of beta Ray bill sure that'd be great but it'd be missing something you know right and i think i think spicer is an integral part to that
2: what if we just got a mike spicer version of beta Ray bill
1: no, just just colors. <laughs>
0: yep. Sure.
1: <laughs> A little abstract, but I'll, 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 I'll check it out. Why not? Yeah.
0: Best storyline. Um, I'm going to go. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, it's Krakoa. Just everything Krakoa. Um, everything going on with the X-Men e- right now.
1: Even when the bad when they do bad things and then they get shoved in the in The, the what? The Krakoa.
0: Yep,
2: we've done it. This is the long box too. When
1: you know when they it opens up and Koko opens up his hole and then the people fall in it.
2: Yeah, the Kakusi.
1: That was called. Yep. No, you're right. Bringing that back from that episode I did with Marco. Yeah, the long box two. We've done it.
0: Oh my god,
1: what did I do? They just added two more uh, people to the Kakusi last uh, last issue of Hellions. So.
0: Never, I never thought I would what? hear that. That's that's the craziest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Does it work? Uh,
2: oh, no, that's the thing. You're,
0: you're 100% correct. <laughs> um, wow, <laughs> I don't even know how to follow up on that. Um, storyline, uh, right? Right. Uh, Inferno has been phenomenal. Um, I, I, I can't get enough of the saga of the X Men as it's been unfolding. Uh, obviously. Um, the 10 of swords event was not the best
1: by any means, but I think the hellfire gala was slamming. Um, Ten of Swords just turned out to be an episode of, uh, Nickelodeon guts. <laughs> what the hell is that? You guys never saw guts.
2: Yeah. I, I think I know guts.
1: Yeah. The, the aggro crag. It was just, uh, games really. Mm. I might've seen it.
0: I might've seen it, but, um, yeah, I, I can't get enough. This is The kind of like soap opera stuff that I read comics for. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't I don't think I've gotten anything close to this since I was a teenager in terms of like feeling so enraptured by a comic story. And it's not just one book. It's it's tons of books, you know, too many books, arguably. Um, I can't get enough. It's the best thing going, in my opinion. So Krakoa.
1: How about you tyler uh for me best storyline i actually uh there it is i misspelled it uh rorschach uh okay. the entirety of rorschach uh by tom king and jorge 20s um it's just ooh, uh, the idea of a rorschach book in 2021 uh was a little, little sticky when i first heard it i'm like oh mm-hmm. and it's tom king mm, we'll see we'll see um, but he kind of carves his own path in this thing. And this is really just a good noir book that is set in the Watchmen universe. It is not really dependent on what happens in Watchmen. It's really just part of that universe. And the fact that it was even able to work and it also work as well as it worked um, is what's a surprise. And I really enjoyed it. And, and Fournier's on art uh, throughout this whole thing was fantastic. Yeah, I also didn't know where each issue would take me either, and it was kind of a surprise each issue. And I was like, "Yeah, that's that's what I love."
0: How about you, Kill?
2: Uh, storyline. Yeah, yeah. Um, Electra is Daredevil. Mm, okay. I think that uh that storyline to me, like I I've read the first few volumes of of Zdarsky's Daredevil run, and I'm not quite up to Electra yet, but just I guess this is representative of Zdarsky's Daredevil stuff um, You know, up to this point. I think it's such an obvious evolution of Daredevil. I can't believe it hasn't happened. Like it makes so much sense and I love the possibilities of it. I love the different strands of thought that, Zdarsky probably took to get there. I love the potential for the stories that could come out of it. Um I just I think the design is incredible. Um, I'm just I, I love it as I love Electra as Daredevil as a, a new evolution for Electra as well. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think that's that's where I'm at for the storyline
0: awesome let's talk about the best creative team uh Kale, you you kind of teased us earlier with yours so why don't you speak to that if you want a little more
2: i i mean i said everything i need to say but okay. um, you know the uh they have the best combination of visual language that established an era laraz and
1: gracia 2022 okay how about you tyler Um, I actually put a rum V Mike Perkins and Mike Spicer on the swamp thing. Mm. Um, I think they really gel all together um, when the, the pages can be these weird splash pages and the panels are, the panel breaks are veins between a leaf. It's, It's storytelling on three levels, which I think once they're together, it's like this weird, like fusion um, that really a lends itself well to a swamp thing story, and then B just lends itself well to a, a, just a good story. Um, so yeah, uh, it's the, the swamp thing creative team for me.
0: Yeah, um, that's the one that I want to go with, uh, as well, but I'm gonna go with something else because you already took it. Um, uh, Tom King, Mitch Jarreds, and Doc Shaner. Mm. Yeah, that's good. Um, Strange Adventures was a trip and visually you know all about those. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Anyway, uh, Strange Adventures was incredible. I think that that creative team did such an such an amazing job. And one of the things about it that was so special was, you know, you talk about storytelling on three levels. Not only did you have the writing on Strange Adventures, the art the colors all of it was telling a story the colors were telling we uh, marco and kale did like a whole breakdown if i remember correctly of just the how the colors were telling the story yeah. um that was one of the best reviews we ever did and the book allows you to talk about it in that way um and that's the strength of all three of them together the way that comics are made sometimes Creators don't even necessarily interact that much. You know, the writer will send the script, the artists will do what they're told and the writer will make some notes. And that's it. This was a, a book where like it had to be collaborative. There's no other way you could get something that looks like this or that feels like this. And so for me, that's too special not to, not to uh, award. So yeah, Tom, Mitch and, uh, and Doc Shiner for me. Um, Best event. This one's a little weird because I think as great of a year as this was for comics, not a great year for events. I chose Inferno. I don't really think that there's any competition. Uh, The first three of four issues dropped in 2021, and they're all phenomenal. Um, I don't even know what you would stack that up against. And I don't know what event has come out from the big two in the last few years, even. Um, That's not from the X-Men that you could put alongside. compare to inferno it's been absolutely stunning brilliant
2: i could not answer this one i wanted to say inferno uh but uh you know as as we uh, said i'm not reading it monthly so um i I didn't have an answer for this one all the events this year have not impressed me okay
1: uh for me i have a bit of a hot take on this one uh it's heroes are born Close. Heroes are born. <laughs> Jason Aaron's uh, Avengers event with wow. uh, Ed McGuinness. Um, is a, blade. Blade? Um, it is Blade adjacent. Um, so essentially, um, Colson has made a deal with Mephisto and the Avengers of the United States is the Squadron Supreme. And he made a right. deal with Mephisto to pretty much rewrite reality where the Squadron Supreme were always the team
2: I think, I and the think Avengers never existed. I think we read the um, first issue or did. two of that. Yeah. Yeah. The
1: first one. And, uh, I, I like the storytelling device of kind of reestablishing each member of the squadron Supreme in their own kind of one and done shot, uh, one shots. Uh, there was, um, who's the, the, um, the green lantern knockoff of the, the prism or whatever.
2: Dr. Spectrum.
1: Yes. Yes. Uh, like that? that was drawn by, um, uh oh i just totally blanked um i'll have to look this up but it was um it's got by the uh Kale, by the guy who did like the godzilla twenty two thousand or whatever uh
0: <laughs> kale's like i don't know what you're talking
1: Kale. about uh, half century war uh james Stoko. there was a james Stoko issue of a major marvel event and james stocco is. is oh dude, dude look up james stocco godzilla book it's, it's, if you like James Heron, you like Daniel Warren Johnson, this is, this is down your alley. Um, but it was, a, it was just good old fashioned superhero comic books. Um, meanwhile, you have a, a good backup uh, of Blade kind of re, reforming the Avengers drawn by Ed McGinnis, which is like Ed McGinnis is like classic Marvel, you know? Yeah. Um, so it, it was not what I expected, especially when you have the title Heroes Are Born, which is, uh, and loaded the last time we had Heroes of Born, yeah, <laughs> uh, we got uh, a titty cap, you know. So, <laughs> didn't get that in this, but uh, uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun when Heroes of Born.
2: Fuck, you're right, this dude looks rad as hell.
1: Yeah, not someone you would see on a major Marvel event for anything.
0: How about best surprise comics? So, um, I, I guess I should have clarified this to you guys before. What I meant by this was the comic that surprised you. The one that you it, didn't expect
1: to be. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, it's not die, die, die. You know, <laughs> that, that Kirkman book that came out, it was announced right. on the Wednesday it came out on. Yeah. Uh, what do you have for this one, Kale? Uh,
2: so I took it
1: the other way that I think you
2: intended it. Um, I said the hellfire gala because I was surprised at how much I did not like it. Okay. Um. I I felt like the what it sets up felt like a a last step, and the hype around the event itself was uh un unfounded, I think, and the execution didn't deliver. Okay, I th- I I. The device that they used where they sort of um, tell the story of the night through different books was interesting, but for me, it didn't – the the ending of it didn't amount to what they – I don't think it did what they wanted it to. Right. Yeah, and I think the 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 hype around it, you know, the the costume, the different costumes, and the fashion show, and the celebrities or whatever, I think it it, it all felt like more distraction for this other thing, you know, which was the the X Men ruling on Mars or, or terraforming Mars or whatever, um, which should have been a lot bigger deal in the book, I think. So it just didn't work for me. And I was really, really looking forward to it. Um, and I was surprised that it didn't, they didn't pull it off. Okay.
0: Uh, for me, I went with thing, the thing book, um, hmm. that book knocked me off my feet. Um, Walter Mosley is like a person who I'd never literally never heard of before uh before this book he is a novelist um that you know is like i think he's like 60 something years old which i didn't expect and this is his first book this is his first comic um which i i just couldn't believe um tom riley did the art on it as well. Um, Jordi Belair did colors, Joe Sabino did the letters. Just just brilliant. Um, and 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 again, a big surprise. I picked it up not knowing what to
1: expect. It ended up, you know, being mind blowing. What about you, Tyler? Ah, uh, so for me, my surprise would it would be actually uh, the Eternals by Karen Gillen and Asad Rebecca. I mean, like, sure, the creative team just sounds like something that would be good. So there's no yeah. a surprise there. But the fact that it's the Eternals and it is enjoyable, unlike the movie, um, is what, what's a surprise for me. I didn't think I would like an Eternals book. I mean, yeah, I've read the, uh, like the game and stuff, but like, like since then, they haven't really hit, you know, they, they don't even really then. exist. They're not even like in other books either. They just don't exist right. outside yeah. of this. Um, but it's good, it sets a good status quo. It um makes Thanos the big bad of the Eternals again, which makes sense. Um, it's good, it's good stuff.
0: All right. Um, well, we're getting close to the close to the end here. We've got favorite comics news stories. So the thing that you just were so happy happened, or you know, we're so excited to talk about, whatever, whatever comes to mind for you. Kale, what do you got? Mine was the Substack news.
2: Mm. Um, I think. I think the thing was I was interested to talk it out. Um, and at this point, I think it's still maybe a little early to say it's a success. But I like what. At the very least, you know, I like what the model seems to be. Um i you know i'm still only on scott snyder's uh sub stack no that's not true i'm signed up to the zdarsky's but i'm not paying for it mm. but um i really like you know that it it gave whatever this is is giving creators a chance to uh you know jump headfirst into their own projects and to do what they want to do and and I, I, I love the fact that for Scott Snyder, that meant teaching. I think that's absolutely incredible. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, that's, that's not to say that the others aren't just as good. I'm sure they are. I'm just not signed up for them. But, yeah, I love the, uh, the agency that it gave uh, creators. And, and I think it has the potential to be a really cool moment or not. Could be the, you know, end up being the exact opposite. Time will tell. Uh,
0: My answer is going to be uh, Jonathan Kent coming out as bisexual. Um, That was the only news item from comics that caused people in my life to want to talk to me about what was happening um and i really loved the conversations that it created even if it exposed some people's you know homophobia or whatever um i think that for comics to drive a conversation like that is a rare and be special um it it helped establish jonathan kent as a character who is uniquely different from his father um and i think a lot of times that just doesn't happen you know like these characters blend into each other and it almost feels like the son of x or you know the the next person up on the mantle doesn't feel unique and this helped establish kent as that it was cool to see tom taylor making the rounds you know cnn and Good Morning America and all these different um, news outlets covering this story. And for him to be almost an ambassador for comics, I think that was pretty cool as well. Um, And to be honest, I was happy that so many people were mad because it's bullshit to be mad about that. So um, that's my answer. I I love that that happened. Um, I think it was special. And, you know, you can't have that happen too often and really get buzzed. Like, you see, no one's really talked much about Robin um tim drake drake yeah having that same sort of coming out um this was special and uh i'm I'm really glad about it that it happened i I think Uh, the
1: colorist isn't too glad that it happened but (laughs) that was funny too that was Uh, that was good that was a good that was instantly uh instant uh fuck around and find out sort of situation (laughs) which i I enjoyed i loved how fast that was um so I, i guess i can say mine uh mine is more comics adjacent okay um it deals with the Harley Quinn TV show. Um uh talking uh, the creators talking about how they had a scene of uh Bruce Wayne going down on <laughs> Catwoman. Uh, that was oh, cut. Um that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is Zack Snyder then tweeting a fan art of Catwoman <laughs> going, uh no, Batman going down on Catwoman, tweeting the the, the with the caption canon, and then WB <laughs> putting a DMCA claim on it because <laughs> uh, it's just messy and I like mess. That's the kind of stuff I like.
0: That's brilliant. I forgot about that, dude. I'm yep. so glad you brought doesn't that exist up. anymore. Oh my God. Warner brothers. Wow. Yeah. That I forgot. That was a
1: major deal as well. But also if that's Canon in Snyder's universe, Ben Affleck does not go down. Look at that, dude. That guy, you don't think so? No hell no. No. You think, you think Jennifer like Lopez? Slumber.
0: You think Jennifer Lopez is sticking around for that?
1: <sighs> he's got Batman money now though. I don't, I don't know. I mean Jennifer Lopez has mo- she has J Lo money. Yeah. <laughs> money. Uh, he's got to be working with something else though. I'm just saying. Uh, that's the vibe I'm getting. That's the vibe I'm getting. I don't know, dude.
0: All right. Well, uh, how about most shocking news story? Uh, so the thing that happened that was just it just blew your mind. You couldn't believe it. It was a shock. It was just a big surprise. My answer is Jonathan Hickman leaving the X-Men. Same. Didn't yeah. see that coming at all. It blew me away. It's the most disappointing news of 2021 uh, in comics. But it seemed as though he was hired by Marvel again and paid big money to do this so yep. what the hell is happening that he's leaving yep couldn't stop thinking about it couldn't stop talking about it obviously it still permeates our show to this day so yeah that's my answer
1: mine is is sort of connected to that actually it's Substack. stack uh, oh a big surprise for me okay like that that came out of nowhere like yeah. oh here's this new company that's going to poach the biggest names in comics right now um and pay them huge sums of money to kind of just do what they want to do just to launch this new startup. Um, It has instant, it had instant shockwaves, you know, Hickman, you know, one of them Uh, as well, you know, the two, I would say arguably the two biggest writers for their companies, like Tinian is probably one of the biggest people at DC at the time, you know, yeah. Spearheading the entire Batman line and, Mm. you know, Hickman doing the same with Marvel. Um, and then like Zdarsky and stuff like that. I mean, it's it's great. I think it's it's great that you know uh, writers can actually get paid, um, and with freedom, you know. Mm-hmm. But it we don't know what the lasting effects of it are. Um, so it, and it did kind of just come out of nowhere, you know. So that's it for me.
0: And then Kale, did you want to speak on Hickman at all? Or
2: I think it's yeah, like you said, it's something that still reverberates. Like I I found out after the fact. And I had to have things clarified for me. So it was like getting hit with a baseball bat and then getting hit with a metal baseball bat over and over. And like, I still remember, you know, every now and then that that's happening and Inferno's it and X-Men's not going to be fun anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And it just, happens over and over again and it just it still just you know reverberates
3: mm-hmm.
0: uh well we are at our last category we're giving away our last award this one is for best series so the best overall series that released
1: in 2021 uh Tyler why don't you kick us off area bill for me Cosmic Marvel with an injection of pro wrestling. Like it's literally tailor-made for me. Um, yeah, I loved everything about the book. Every time there was an issue that came out, it was the first in the stack that I would read. Um, but yeah, if, if I'm giving a number one spot, it's Beta Ray Bill.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, that was phenomenal. Truly special. Uh, how about you, Kill?
2: Uh, I think mine is uh, Made in Korea. Uh, from... Jeremy Holt and George. Schall? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Nice. Um, that that book really um, it kept me captivated in uh, in a fun way that wasn't necessarily exciting, but it was like it kept me asking questions and thinking of the possibilities, and that uh jeremy and and george chose the directions that they take the story in was continually surprising um and i like where i like where it ends i like uh where jeremy has said that they plan to take the story um i i i think it's it's a good you know five minutes ahead in the timeline uh, story that just it will tug at your heartstrings it will make you think about what it means to be a human and what it means to you know rethink the way we learn and what intelligence is and what artificial intelligence is um and it will i i i think it will make you it will make you think about being a, a kinder person.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I honestly couldn't, I, I couldn't choose between these two books. Um. So I'm going to just shout them both out made in Korea and swamp, the swamp thing. Hmm. Um, these were the two books that just kept rattling around in my brain all year long as they were releasing. We had both, writers of of the books on our show two of the best interviews that we did this year Mm um man the swamp uh oh yeah yeah absolutely um the swamp thing since kale already spoke about made in korea um the swamp thing was special is it's still ongoing um just on a break right now it's very special i did not think that at the end of 2021, I would be saying Swamp Thing is my favorite book. I, I yeah. didn't. I thought <laughs> no. Rom yeah. and the mics were going to come on and do something cool, but I didn't think it was going to be what it ended up being. Rom broke my brain by expanding on the lore and the idea of what Swamp Thing can be, what it can mm-hmm. mean, what stories can be. Somehow, Rom V added the suicide squad almost assuredly on a mandate just about to say that yeah (laughs) and made that great made it phenomenal like made it something that was that felt like it was the plan all along um just truly a special work by all three creators it's gotten a lot of praise here already i'm sure if marco was here he would have similar things to say it's probably his book of the year um Hats off to everybody involved with that. And then, you know, Made in Korea, that was also one of my biggest surprises of the year. Didn't think much of it. We read it on a lark, the first issue, and ended up being so special. I love to see a creator just come, just step out and say, I'm here. And that's what Jeremy Holt chose to do with Made in Korea. Um, it's, it's a special series. And I still encourage everybody to go pick up that trade because uh, I don't think you're going to read many books that are that unique uh, this year in comics. So that's it for the Pallies. That's it. That's all we got. Uh, again, special year for 2021 in comics. We got so many great books. I wish we could sit here and talk about all of the honorable mentions and things like that. We don't have that kind of time. So thank you to all the creators who were a part of the books that we discussed here, the ones that were a part of the books that we just don't have the opportunity to discuss right now. On our social media, we will be posting our top fives, our individual top fives uh, for the year. So we'll be able to kind of, you know, shout out a few more books that way. Um, please share your thoughts with us on the Pallies. Which books would you have shouted out that we didn't? I'm going to post the list of categories in the discord so if you want to jump on over to the discord and um you know take that template and add your books to it that'd be very very cool you can do that on youtube as well wherever you listen to the show make sure you subscribe leave us a rating a review whatever you think we deserve wherever you listen to this podcast stay tuned this thursday for our reviews of inferno and whatever else we decide to do no image reviews this week we just didn't there wasn't a book that really uh, stuck out to us, we can't That's review Spawn week. anymore. Yeah, yeah. So we'll have to review Spawn on the uh, Thursday show. So stay tuned for that. Uh, let's do. Yeah, Tyler. Yep, you are. You're. You're a comic spell know. now.
1: I can't dodge it, it anymore.
0: Yeah. Nope. <laughs> uh, Kale, why don't you start us off with your plugs? You're the. You're the guy now, dude. Oh boy, what yeah. a lot of pressure. I hope I don't fuck it up. <laughs>
2: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Comics Pals. You can find me at TotoInto on Twitter and Instagram. That's T-O-T-O-I-N-T-O-W. You can find my work at KaleWard.com. That's C-A-L-E-W-E-A-R-D.com. Um, one thing I would love to talk about is if
1: Spider-Man were a horror character, would he be as popular? No. You mean like Man of Spiders, that, that Spider Verse character that's a whole, like thousands of actual <laughs> sentient spiders in a Spider Man suit?
2: That's not what I meant, but I hadn't considered that, and okay. I am here for it. Um, and also, I would love some comic book recommendations, preferably current, but they don't have to be, of books that are in a similar vein
0: to Indiana Jones. Hmm. I, I have one. That's yeah. Alex.
1: Alex, to, uh, I actually had. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's see.
0: I have no clue what he's about to say. He said Alex, and I was like, Alex and Ada.
1: Yeah, I was like, Can't that's not right. Bravo for Adventure by Alex Toth. Huh. Oh yeah, Alex Toth, at, of course, that. good stuff. And it's Alex, not traditionally Toth. shaped; Toth. it's more of a Whoa. square book.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Toth yeah. is old it's stuff, uh, black and white. Like yeah 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 it is it is tasty stuff if you're a fan of like uh, somony or uh, leonardo yeah. romero uh, it's got that kind of feel to it tom Riley doing the thing i yeah, can't believe toth. you just touched that toth like, you're, is you're, where you're...
2: um everything came from toth is I know johnny quest too. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly yep johnny quest uh space ghost i think he i think Hercules. he did oh i hope that's true
3: yeah
2: uh i think he dabbled in some of the designs in um batman the animated series but that might have been uh, mm. past his time
1: it might have been, might have been yeah
2: hmm. okay it's, well it's never mind good. then it's, it's i don't nice want to, to talk about me. it anymore um i won't take any recommendations so that the window has closed thank you very much
1: <laughs> all right tyler plug yourself oh uh... that's what his
2: wife says <laughs>
1: Now you know why I'm sitting uncomfortably. Um, uh. So <laughs> you can follow me at the Tyler Olson on Instagram and Twitter, um, where I'm getting lit up on my Twitter for making a reply to Elmo's official Twitter, telling him he should get tested for COVID. I don't know why. I saw that. Yeah, I don't know why, but it's <laughs> been all night. Um. Yeah. So that's where you <laughs> could find me. Find right. me there. Um, uh, I am going to be sending out some messages to some people later for a journey into quistery because that is coming back now that I
0: yes have settled, okay settled in yes indeed yeah. can't wait for that. Uh, I am on Twitter and Instagram only at Sean Soapbox. Hit me up to talk about comics and how great they were in 2021. Your hopes for 2022 in comics and the Matrix Resurrections. I can't get enough of this movie. I've seen it twice. I want to really. see it again. I think it's brilliant. I think it's a masterpiece, um, and I I really really don't understand the criticisms. So
1: bring that up in the Discord. Matt's been talking about it in my in my group chat with him. I haven't seen it yet. So oh, does he I know half it? in the bag just did a review on it. So if, if you guys watch half in the bag, it's I don't
2: know
1: it's, it's, out, it's it's probably on my 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 to do list for today. So maybe I'll get back to you on that. Is All right.
2: it uh, streaming? hbo or whatever you have
1: there
2: uh you can find marco at mr marco animoto and that's all he gets
0: not right now though his internet's down so yeah (laughs) you will not find him there (laughs) he'll be there but you can't he won't reply to you so yeah exactly uh thank you so much for listening to this episode of the comics pals we appreciate you guys so much Thank you for continuing to follow us into 2022. Can't wait to see what comes next. Stay tuned. We've got a lot of cool things coming. With that, we are the Comic Spouse signing off. Take care, guys.
2: See you you next week.